0: Two, one, family.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Queer Quadrant, a podcast where we, three bisexual filmmakers, examine cinema in all its cultural contexts and explore why your favorite four-quadrant blockbuster is maybe not as straight as you think it is. I wasn't ready for you to throw
2: that little wrinkle in there. I love it, though. When a
1: guest asks, I oblige. No,
2: I do have a question, though. I would like to pose for the group. So this is you know the F eight of the Furious. They're eating the Furious. <laughs> I wonder you know we'll get in a f- some future episodes like the ranking of you know the movies themselves definitely, and like definitely. what your overall thoughts are. Yes. How do we feel about like the title wise? Like I feel like this is actually one of the better this ones. This is the like too fast very is obviously good. clearly the number one
1: title like yeah. with a bullet. But like is this two? I think it might be because I'm very into the bad. Tons. It's so good. It was like, do you remember there was this huge campaign for everyone to call Fast 10, Fast 10. Fast 10, 10 your seatbelts. Seat of your seat course, belts. yes. Yeah. A
2: huge missed opportunity. I know. Fast X is a little sad. Is it going to be, you think, Fast X Part 1, or do you think it's going to be Fast X and then Fast what would be 11? X-I? It should have been
3: called the Fast X, the Furious. Oh, like oh. Or you even know, they just. Yeah, could have, like, a yeah. whole circle. You could
2: yeah. just do Fast X Furious, like, th- drop the yeah. the, whatever they want. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Fast X also reminds me just a little bit of Triple X. Oh, yeah. Which... Maybe that's why they're oh. avoiding it. They're like, well, Vin is pretty here. much directing
2: this one. So, exactly. You know. What do you mean? They brought on Louis Leterrier. Of course he's yes, directing this acclaimed one. Acclaimed auteur, yes. Louis Terrier. Come on, guys. So
1: many of our episodes for this series we recorded before all of that Drama went yeah. down. Yeah. Um so Jordan, I'm sure, at this point has had some fun in the editing room figuring out. <laughs> like, how can I squeeze in a modern reference that doesn't fit in here? So it'll just be like all of a sudden you're
2: going, you're going silent. So, like, did you guys hear about this? No one's responding. I'm just talking to George myself talking to himself oh, in no, the editing room. Oh, oh, no. yeah.
1: Anyway, hello. We didn't decide on the title. What so like oh. in your top three? Top three. Oh, oh. I think it's I would agree. I think it's two, two eight. I'm partial to Fast Five.
2: I also like Fast Five as a title. I don't. I, really I think like six F9. is the worst. F nine. I is like
3: F nine a lot. Um, six. I'm, I'm going to fight you about six at some point. But um, oh? I think <laughs> Furious Seven is the cleanest one for me. That one's the one where they they really just did the next most obvious title mm-hmm. related to like how do we kind of jamble this up, and it sounds so sick. And also it's when the like, car
2: goes across the screen and then the yeah. Trino comes after it, that's a pretty legit. Dope intro. I think yeah. that's
3: that's one of the reasons. I think the title is the reason it was the most successful <laughs> one because it, it
2: feels such like
3: an action movie sequel, yeah. and yeah. It, like it feel, it felt like a it feels like a culminative name, which like just. But I, I have so many things to love about that movie, anyways. So. Oh, I mean yeah. masterpiece. Um, yeah. yeah, and it yeah. makes sense. F- yeah. No, it just I think I think as far as like which is the best title, it's so hard to say because my big thing about this franchise is that all of the titles are all different. They're yes. all completely different structures. Insane. And they stuck to it. They absolutely stuck to it. And this is the first one that broke it off completely to be like, <laughs> make a pun out of it. F fate, but the fate has an eight in it. Yeah. And that's, and then, they, so that made me really happy when, when it came out. And so I I don't know, I guess just as far as the boldness of like, they really had to stretch that one. F9 was easy because you can just chop it off and like yeah. do like an initial. But this one, they, they stretched it in order to make that rule consistent. Yeah, so, I think, it, I think like, it respect. It has my respect award. And this- It
2: also has one of the better posters where it's like a picture of Dom like sad in the f- foreground and Hobbs in the background like looking intense. And it just says family no more. <laughs> incredible. Oh. Incredible oh. marketing. <laughs> Even though I think that's the worst part of the movie. We'll get to it. But Ooh. yeah,
1: this is making me curious about the titling for F11 though. I wonder if it's going to be Eleven of the Furious. I'm wondering if it's Fast X, Furious X.
3: Mm. Wait, wait, are they? I, I thought Fast X is the end.
1: But it's two. It's, it's a two-parter. Two so they're still doing that. It's, oh, I uh, they, oh, mm-hmm. are they?
2: Damn. They're still doing it as that, of now? as of now. They're still charging ahead with it. Okay, so we'll see.
1: I mean, maybe they'll take a break in between a bre break and see if. Uh, uh, they can lure Justin Lin back. No, there's no way that man is that man is
2: on an island living his life. He is never coming
3: back. <laughs> He's where the characters are at the end of Fast Five. That's yes, exactly yes. where he is. A hundred percent.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay,
1: well this will be fun. Family no more, but family we are family no here today. Oh, maybe mm. there's three of us. Um hi <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brooke Solomon Jordan Gustafson uh this is Q Fast Q Furious our epic summer series on the films of the Fast and the Furious franchise Jordan is a Fast and Furious fan I am a Fast and Furious newbie uh and here we are talking about those Slam dunk. crazy crazy films and we are joined today by a very special guest the one the only Ben from Canada an actor <gasps> an editor and a bisexual filmmaker as requested <laughs> hello Huge how are you I, uh
3: the moment i listened to the first episode of your podcast and you introduced it like by saying two bisexual filmmakers i'm like, <laughs> like yes it's in. gonna be a yes i'm in yep <laughs> great because yeah i felt i've never felt so at home it was
2: just <laughs> the terrifying question is though like what was the app because i i'm now scared oh uh oh damn what was it please yeah. actually don't tell me because no. now i'm no, 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 scared no, no. i'm gonna go find it i'm gonna go find it I, I've great you're good uh, I'll vamp here because I, feel I have like another thing
1: someone told me that they listened to like a random app the other day and it was the most unhinged the app that's how I feel picked. yes my I sister's friend
3: oh, it was let the right one in versus let me in
1: oh a hey good one. That's, okay. that's a good one yeah, fine, yeah, with uh, fine with like that fine with that one. Yeah.
3: my sister's one my friend
2: listened to stick it as like an intro I think that's a good one I think it's fine but I'm like when they're going back like more than a year I'm like oh I'm starting to it's get a, a little nervous stressful. I'm like yeah. oh no I didn't have my groove you don't want to
1: reflect on the past
2: no we must charge forward <laughs> yeah dodge charger forward mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs>
1: <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> um, it's very dangerous to let a guest on who appreciates jordan's really bad puns because like you yes. really can't encourage him like you're, you're
2: feeling it as a competition <laughs> actually <laughs> oh, so. well, oh, oh okay God. so we have a hobbs we have a Shaw. what have i walked Brooke, into are you gonna be the vin What's we, gonna happen we need here?
1: i would say that we need a mediation force between hobbs and shaw but like we don't and like <laughs> it's 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 great the way that it is. Yes. Okay. So this movie, this movie has sure. kind of a bad rap. Mm-hmm. It's I an odd duck
3: why. of a movie. It's yeah. a bit of a it's a bit of a black sheep. I would say oh, even more sure. so than yeah. like Too Fast in Tokyo Drift, just because they really got their groove. It wasn't really a thing before, so you can really excuse that. But then you come to this, and you're like, wow, this feels like weirdly different. But also, they're pushing it even further mm-hmm. to a point where like, is this too much? Um, so it, it warrants a lot of interesting takes from people, and yeah. and I, I, I this is when I think some people say it starts to get bad. I would disagree. I think it's underappreciated.
1: Yeah. What a good <laughs> reveal. I I kind of liked this one. I maybe liked it better than six.
2: Okay. I thought you were going to say seven for Whoa. a hot sec, and I was no. about to right. stand right. okay. up and
3: fight. I don't know though. I Listen, don't know. Uh, I should say. I should say. I think every person who's come on here has said what their favorite movie is. Yes. Yes. My and you favorite. You can't
1: say
2: yours. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Wrap it no, up. No. <laughs> my favorite.
3: My favorite is Furious Six. That wow. is my favorite one. Okay. Because, and it's very, very particular reason. It all has to do with kind of my. Sort of how I've been trying to compartmentalize the entire series and like section it off into what eras are kind of got, yeah. gone mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. throughout it. And I think Furious 6 is at the peak of when this franchise was at its best, which to me personally, I'm so sorry for people who really don't like Hobbes. <laughs> I think it's Brian, uh, Dom and Hobbes together. I think that is that is the zhuzh that really set this off and then let Furious 7 be one of the biggest movies of all time. I think Furious 6 set that up. Because it really—it's when they did the first shift over to the spy movie. You are no longer criminals. Now you are superheroes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think it was the moment that the tank came out of the the truck, uh, and yeah. I didn't know that I didn't know there was a tank in the movie, and I just my jaw dropped. And then I think the it was best the moment thing in where the world? where where Dom does a flying headbutt. <laughs> to- <laughs> towards a man in an airplane and that is like and it goes dun dun and it's the stupidest thing i've ever seen but it made me laugh so hard and cheer that's when i fell in love with it was that moment and so to me that's the peak of it that
2: is like the crux of my like entire belief in that movie is that like i think the whole movie hinges on the tank and the headbutt like without those two moments i don't know if it's as good but you him jumping in boots and headbutting a man is like one of the finest pieces of art that I've ever seen. It's <laughs> literally, truly transcendent. Literally. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Oh, wait, wait, sorry. What I was trying to get at was um, so, so my my understanding yes. in my sort of obsessive categorization of this series I'm drinking a beer that's not a corona. This is my, this is my curse. <laughs> so sad. You're is the that, Shaw I, I of think, our
2: franchise. Well, I, yeah, yeah, I guess I am. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, or maybe I'm the Owen Shaw and then I get chucked out mm. of a window of an airplane again. Yikes. But, I think, I think, I don't know what you guys have been kind of feeling about this. But for me, I think there's three very distinct eras of this whole franchise. And it starts with the kind of crime anthology, right? In the first two, first three. And then we get to the sort of the real family of it all. Yeah. Which then turns into Super Spidum. And then it's the Vin Diesel show. Mm -hmm. Those are kind of the three eras. And I think Fate of the Furious is, to me, an epilogue to the grand like, perfect trilogy that was before, which was Fast Five, Furious 6, and Furious yeah. 7. Yeah, yes. And and it, I think it it wears a lot of that as part of its strength for me, as an epilogue, as a kind of reflection. There's a lot going on in the movie with especially Dom's character that has to do with looking back, mm. at least, you know, stuff that's attempted, you know, people saying this to yes. him. Because yes. obviously he's he's a superhero, and so he's got it all figured out. <laughs> but that's where my appreciation is... is for this it's that Mm. it's the epilogue to the best parts of the franchise
2: i think that's interesting because there's like the interview with vin where he talks about like basically like seven was for paul and this one's by paul because paul like always Mm. said that there had to be an eighth one and he said like this like stemmed from paul and so you can almost view it as like a kind of like wrap up of everything happening there yeah i think there are some parts that I, i feel i like almost like agree fully with you I feel like it's just so interesting. This one is the the first time where I really felt like the Vin show aggressively. Yeah. Like with Seven, it still feels like cohesive and there's so much with Brian and like Hobbs. This is the first time where I like Vin's grumble acting and his just like kind of persona, I think in real life seemed to kind of ooze into the movie more for me, where you can sort mm-hmm. of pick up on stuff. And I don't know whether it's because the feud and, like, all the behind-the-scenes drama is, like, so well-documented about this movie or whether it's because, like, it's the first time he's, like, a villain in the movie and he has to be, like, the bad guy. So then it's not about, like, him being family where you're kind of just, like, what's going. go. You're, like, waiting for him to be a part of the family the whole movie. So you're, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, being blue-balled for forever. And it's, it, it's, <laughs> it kind of, it kind of, fe- you feel this, like
3: gap when you're ever with the heroes because you're missing both brian and dom yeah and yeah. all of those and you're really missing something yeah. and so i think that's what some people find disappointing about it is that there's not so much of a there's no leader there and it's so it makes me like so sad that there wasn't you know the availability for brian to be there as the leader de facto leader now that they're real leader has gone and sort of see how he combats with him and tries to sort of that it's like there's a movie in my head that's like oh even more even better Mm -hmm. than like Fury 7 you know yes but yeah. I think How like do you feel?
1: Yeah. we've obviously tracked very much kind of like the love story between Brian and Dom in like all its oh, different yeah. forms yes. through oh, the yeah. franchise. And I think like really the only way that splitting Dom away from the family works, if Brian is the one to like come bring him back. Cause like, mm. I love, I love Letty and Dom. I love them. But I, I think like this really is the movie where you feel like it is still different. Like they, mm-hmm. Brian mm-hmm. and Dom have something special, that relationship that's hard to replicate even with like, the love of Dom's life like the woman that he <laughs> saved from having amnesia <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> what if
2: i would jump across a bridge for you babe
3: yeah oh man that is that 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 image. Sorry, just to go back to Furious Six. That image of him catching her in midair across <laughs> a freeway gap, slamming into
2: a car. That's true love to me. <laughs> that is. <laughs> what, that's all. That's what we're all looking for in life is one person who's yep. willing to do that. That's
1: the image if I. If I ever like,
2: get, if I ever propose to someone, I have a
3: fiance. I'm gonna watch that movie with them, and then when that happens, I'm gonna turn to them and say, "Would you do that for me?"
0: And if they don't,
1: <laughs> and if they don't the ring, plucked. not happening. (laughs) Um, Ejectocito. That's, like, the the image that I think of when I think of, like, Fast and Furious. That was just, like, Vin Diesel suspended, like, midair across Mm -hmm. a highway. Mm -hmm. Um
2: (laughs) But for you, so, like, you know, this Mm -hmm. was coming out. I think we were in college when this came out, right? What was your reaction? So, like, obviously you hadn't seen it, but, like, coming to it now, having watched all these movies... You know, we're coming to the end, Brooke. Like, I know. It's kind of, oh, how good. are you? Are you okay?
1: I'm like... doing well. I'm doing well. I feel like, <laughs> so I I haven't watched F9 yet. I've been trying to watch these like as close as I can to like the order that we're recording them in. Mm-hmm. So F9 is still, for me, is going to feel like, I think the conclusion, because it yeah. will be the conclusion of the series until Fast X Ten. comes out. Mm. Um, and I'm sort of waiting for it to like bring everything back together. I did, mm-hmm. I will say. I did cry a little bit at the end of this movie. <gasps> Whoa, with the okay. baby and mm-hmm. like the rooftop barbecue, baby it really got me. I was mostly thinking about like Paul Walker and how it yeah. was like a really nice tribute, and the baby's fucking cute.
2: It is crazy oh. though that like
1: they named the baby Brian,
2: and but Brian's Brian is still alive. alive.
3: <laughs> and they like, well, hey, I mean, I, that's totally valid.
2: People do that. Like, People I, I that's buy true. It, you know? Yes, know, oh, not I, I buy that. Vin would do that. I think it's for like, a real child. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, it's It really is funny, though, because everyone in the audience gets the sense, like, that is so nice. Like, this baby is a tribute to Paul Walker, but, like, for them in-universe, in the, yes, it in the has movie. a very different connotation, but they all pretend that it doesn't have a very different right, right. connotation.
3: Well, actually, that adds to the sort of Letty's experience of just, like, bitch, are you, you
2: are literally, like, yes. the amount of times Vin does something for someone other than her. Uh, she's <laughs> like, okay, not only did you have a child with someone else, but now I have to be the mother to this child, and I didn't get to name this child. Yeah. Yeah. I, after a whole sequence where I was like, "Do you want a kid with me?"
1: Yeah, and the child is named after your best friend,
2: your
3: your ex lover or whatever. <laughs> right, that, that your ex boyfriend. Yeah. She is a champ in this movie. She yeah. like puts up with so much and is steadfast there. That's why I love her character. There's it's like a resilience to her, just in how she takes all this. And even with her and Elena, like there's no. Cheeky, annoying cat fighting going on. Thank God, they're both just like, "Yep, okay, this is extraordinary circumstances. I respect you. Thank you for taking care of my boy while I was dead." (laughs) (laughs) And and that—that I think is really lovely, and and the sort of respect. It's just I love—I love seeing people be nice to each other and not being annoying and lying. And well, I mean, there's a big lie in this movie, but.
2: yeah Yeah, there is (laughs)
1: what (laughs) Um, yeah it is it has been very interesting to watch these evolve I agree with like this feels like the Vin show Mm -hmm. I think the first one it's sort of it is bridging that gap because it feels like okay they're tying up some things like they're expanding the family. But really, at the end of the day, it's like, it's all about Finn. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think like half the fun of Fast and Furious is getting to watch them the first time and then rewatch them with like mm-hmm. the the total knowledge of like the whole timeline and seeing how things yeah. evolve. So watch, oh, yeah,
3: watching watching the first movie after you've seen all of these, it feels like a prequel to a superhero franchise, <laughs> like crazy. a gritty, like solo character piece. That is like, wow, this is the beginnings of the man who will save the world more than anyone else in this ever. And it's
2: very fascinating. No, it's so interesting going back. Yeah, yeah. You said off mic, I don't want to spoil it. Oh no, you go for it. But you said that you liked this one more than you expected.
1: I did just because I feel like I I didn't really know anything about this movie other than like, oh, I think it's the one where Dom is a little evil. Um (laughs) and they they
2: should have given him a mustache.
1: Oh, that how else are you gonna know? (laughs) <laughs> Sorry.
2: Yes. Keep going. That
3: would have been so good.
1: Oh, I would have loved to see it. Vin Diesel with a mustache is like an actually like a deeply Cursed. disturbing image Cursed. to think of. <laughs> um, I, th- I liked it more than I expected. I absolutely adored the second half. The mm. first half, yes. kind of rough. Second half, yeah. basically like incredible. Mm-hmm. Like what I want from yes. these movies.
2: Uh, second half features maybe the best sequence in the entire franchise by a character that I think a lot of people hate, which is truly Kind of a masterpiece stroke, I think, by this movie, Yeah. and that would be the baby sequence, the baby sequence. with Shaw. Yes, because oh. everyone h- hates Shaw because obviously, like he kills Han. Mm. Quotes. Yeah, kills Han. Um, we got to talk
3: about justice for Han. There's, so, yeah. I mean, that yeah. fuels
2: right into this. But like, I still, I feel like online, still, people are like so upset that like Shaw became a good guy and all that stuff. But that baby sequence on the plane. It's like, I never feel a rush like that. Like, it's like mm-hmm. one of those John Wick sequences. I talked about this a lot, obviously. The knife scene in John Wick 3, this scene, like, it's that action moment scene where, like, your juices get going or, like, the entirety of Mad Max Fury Road. Do you know it's, what I
1: feel like that about? The well, kitchen fight from Atomic Blind? Yes. Nothing yes. gets my blood pumping like that No, scene. exactly, yeah. exactly.
2: Yeah. And it just is the... I feel like it perfectly strikes the tone that this franchise has gone in where it's like... Action, and then there's a little humor weaved in throughout, and it's like obviously very heightened, but you're still buying into everything happening. Versus maybe like grabbing a missile and like shifting a missile. Well, also I'm always on board for a manhandle of a missile. There's a we little bit of We love to manhandle a missile, don't we all? <laughs>
1: Really not beating the Hobbs and Shaw are in love ac- accusations. No, with they are this not. One. I also think, I will admit, although I've been trying to watch these as much in order <gasps> as I can, I watched Hobbs and Shaw before I watched this movie. Um, And I will just say, having the knowledge of Hobbs and Shaw <laughs> makes this movie look like a five star, 10 out of 10. Masterpiece. Interesting. Because I this is when I was like, wait, I actually love the Hobbs and Shaw dynamic that's mm-hmm, happening mm-hmm in the jailbreak scene in, like, the later half of this. Like, I really am so into it. And I, I feel like it has so much more juice in this movie than it does in Hopton It's Shaw. Like maybe it's
2: because it's not the whole fucking thing. And also, you know? like,
1: well, I think the main difference is that the characters feel like real characters. Mm. Like, they feel consistent. I think that, weirdly, this is a... Well, this all ties into the feud, but I think that this is a very good movie for Dwayne Johnson and that it feels like he's yes. able to put in his contractually obligated all women think I'm hot, and I Woman. need to do, like, a Samoan <laughs> fight sequence in the middle of everything soccer game. um mm-hmm. but he like still has kind of like that asshole edge that i really like mm-hmm. and he has the goatee back mm-hmm. i missed it yes. so much mm-hmm. he doesn't have it in furious he sweats. 7 he he's sweats. sweaty like they're they're making fun of him more yeah and i think that that is like very essential i, agree.
3: I have the opinion that the rock as Luke Hobbs is a work of cinematic genius. Yes. I think this is his seminal work mm-hmm. and giving him the famous The Rock toothbrush line cements that. When he said that, I was like, yeah, this is, yes, this is, I think the best that, He will ever do, (laughs) as far as like portraying a very interesting flavor that he brings to the screen, and it cemented him as a movie star. Mm -hmm. It's it's brilliant the way he moves, the way he every single thing he does on screen, like his neck snap that weird neck turn he does. Yeah, it's so captivating. You can't stop looking at it for better or worse, and it's I I think it's very beautiful.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this hundred percent
3: giving giving him giving him. It made sense to sort of beef it up his role, and it just makes me even more sad about the feud because I think mm-hmm. that their dynamic together, both of the insanity of those two characters between Dom and
0: Hobbs... <laughs>
3: the sanity. Is- is fantastic, and that's why Furious Six is my favorite. I think because mm-hmm. there's a lot of interplay between them. Yeah. Time.
1: yeah, yeah, and like there is still like a certain amount of tension because it is like between that where it's like you're not criminals anymore, you are superheroes, but it's still fresh. It's still right. early. Like we still don't really know. Like mm-hmm. I, I
3: don't. I don't think they share a line of an exchange in this movie. I think Hobbs just says some lines towards him.
1: There is the when uh, Dom flips his car when he steals the EMP. They like technically have a conversation and I am convinced that they were not actually in the same
2: scene. So, yeah. They did not film one second of footage in the same room together
1: this (sighs) entire movie. I fucking knew it. I was watching this and I was like, they are not talking to each other. Nope, they are not. Like this this is two separate scenes. Not a second. Yeah. Well, that's the only time that they actually interact. Right. Even in the... uh, I was looking at the, the, the rooftop balcony scene at the the end. They they literally are never in no, the same frame. Absolutely <laughs> not. No. There He's smiling
2: piece. off screen and Vin's <laughs> yeah. looking at him off screen. Yeah. It's-, mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> it's bad. So the first time I watched this, I actually I was gonna ask. Yeah, yeah, so the first time I watched this I actually really did not like this movie. Did you see it in mm. theaters? I saw it in theaters and I was not sure whether it was because like I had a, an interesting aftertaste after seven Or if because just like there was the whole Brian of it all. I don't know. But like the first time I saw this, it just didn't sit well with me. It was also in the throes of my pretentious college years. So (laughs) that obviously might play into it where I was like, oh, these dumb fucking movies. Because we all have to go through an arc with this franchise, obviously. (laughs) So I don't know whether it was that. But then revisiting it last year... And looking at everyone's like rankings of the franchise, I was a little shocked how low this one was because I had a good time re-watching it. And I was like, oh, this is fun. Obviously, there's a lot of mess within this, and it's not a perfect masterpiece. But I think there's like a lot of interesting things. I think for our podcast, it's one of the queerer it films. It is. <laughs> uh, there's a lot to dig into for it. Yeah. So I was like having a ball with that. So that was fun. And then obviously revisiting it this time, it was kind of nice because last year I watched... Uh, furious seven with my sister and then this year we watched this together so we kind of had like a one t- like an arc That's watching nice. the the franchise yes. together she had a ball watching this and i had a ball and i was like you know what i think this one while it's maybe not perfect i think it deserves more and i don't think it should have the label of we like have tanking the franchise i think like no. Hobbs and shaw is like the one that really gives like a sour taste in my mouth but really I would it's agree. Just, I, I don't saw that on a plane once. So. I, yeah, I, <laughs> it's just too... Perfect
1: plane movie. Too yeah.
2: much... Like, this peacocking and I fucking and, like, I'm going to lift a concrete benching is, like, Hot. the perfect amount <laughs> of, right. like, like, hetero or homoerotic subtext Hobbs and Shaw is just like, they crank it way too much and they're like, oh, you love like a tango and cash kind of dynamic? Well, let me tell you, we're going to give you all that and more and also The Rock's going to fuck Vanessa Kirby and you're like, oh my God.
1: This will be part one of two since we have a whole episode about Hobbs and Shaw but I think like the fundamental problem is that it's too... Dwayne Johnson like controlled and it doesn't let Hobbs be an actual asshole Mm. anymore. Like, it really is like I think completely. They're still they're technically characters, but they're not the same character. Especially the Rock. The Rock is like not Hobbs. He's some guy. It it makes
2: Ben your point about this being the quintessential like Rock character. I think is honestly very true because it's the I feel like one of the few franchises that actually like gets at the Rock as a like a being, you know, like a specimen of <laughs> a humankind like Moana. It
3: feels like The Rock works, like got a job at the CIA, and 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 yeah. it, it translates so perfectly. Yes, as as an extension of his persona, and then giving it character development and giving like his the the uh, just it, he goes through an arc in all of these movies, and and it concludes with him no longer working for the CIA. Yes, and that's pretty. That's interesting to me. That's and, nice. And I think, yeah. I uh, I'd I'd like to say like the big reason I love this. I just I love cinema that has Period. an absen- <laughs> I love cinema that that has an absence mm. presence yeah. over the entire production and this movie to me as I think, I, my reading of this is that, my reading of the whole series is that everybody is bisexual.
0: <laughs> Correct. And, right take.
3: And they they all are in love, but they choose to sort of commit to who they want to commit to, And but there's a lot of feelings for everybody. Mm-hmm. This movie is entirely about Dom feeling the loss of Brian to his mm. crew and family. And Brian hangs over the whole picture, and it's about Dom figuring out who he is now that he doesn't have this rock in his life anymore. No, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. The, like he doesn't have this, I guess, guiding light that saved him from his kind of criminal life. And, Mm. and, and now he's faced with a choice about how do I, how do I go on? Who am I without this person? And should I continue to uphold these or grow into something else? I think that's, that's how I kind of view it. And I think there's several points of the movie that really make it shine. Mm. (laughs) There's a, There's there's an interesting moment where, um, Cipher, Mm -hmm. remember Cipher, right? Yeah, Yeah. Cipher, Cipher gives him his speech from the first movie. Yes, back to him. Yeah, which is exactly right before Brian entered his life, and and you see kind of him sort of like processing. I think Vin's acting is interesting in this, and I wonder if he channels a lot of that emotion because from what I've seen, like he sort of likes to push actors, like yeah. yeah, get real with them, like bully them and stuff. So I wonder if he's Feline-y trying to push ask. himself. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to push himself. And so there's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful line and beautiful performance mode. Genuinely, I think it's the best acting that Vin has ever done is at 1523. If you're watching, it at home.
1: <laughs> I love that you wrote down the time. code. He
3: says, you have a two man fail safe. And since I'm alone and he screams it, and it feels so painful because what that is saying to me is he doesn't have Brian yeah, with yes. him to save him from this situation. It's powerful. And this anger, this like heartbrokenness comes from real life, but also they're dealing with this character now no longer having his best friend. And it hits even hard it hits like on hits the nail on the head, the conclusion from the last movie where he didn't even mm. want to say goodbye. So yeah. that's where I think this movie succeeds entirely. I think there's an absence of Brian over the whole thing.
1: I completely agree. I think that is an amazing read. And also, yes, we have talked about very much like it's a whole one big polyamorous polycule that we have <laughs> going on here. The family yep. is family in more ways than one. It's just that that <laughs> sense of like commitment to each other. Yeah, Found family super queer, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that like, yeah, like we said, you you don't even really notice how deep the brian and dom's specific relationship goes until brian isn't there mm-hmm. um and like we said it's it's difficult to even let someone like letty try to pull dom back like it doesn't work in the yeah. same mm-hmm. way it really is like they have something special and the absence of him makes sense that it would drive dom the character down a darker path now obviously i feel like they can't really fully commit to it and Ooh. i love i i do love the decision that brian is like out there alive living oh yeah. in I, oh, yeah. the universe <laughs> just it's you so wait, lo- it's so i know jordana so, uh, oh. is coming back <laughs> oh. jordana <laughs> uh. does
2: come back baby
1: <laughs> um i know i truly know like almost nothing about i'm F9. so excited for it yeah i want to like kind of um, want to watch it with you okay yeah we, can, we should yeah, actually we can do make that. that happen yeah yeah um i want
2: sorry. you to take a
3: video of, the, of that part. Just a, a um, GoPro
2: up in the corner yeah, watching. Yeah, 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 yeah. Live yeah. reaction. Yes.
1: But yeah, I do think it's like, it really is like, it is something special. He's missing the guy who is able to like drive in that same way with him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. So many of the dynamics are just not quite the same.
3: Yeah. And I think they use it to their advantage yeah. for a lot of the character drama. Like it, I think it's mostly a tease, you know, because they're really he's been good the whole time and he's, he had a plan and right. But I think just just even just bringing it up and giving, you know, Vin Diesel's brick of a face responding to it, like in the most subtle ways, really makes you think about all these things and that's all you really need to do is just to have a moment to think about it as the audience and sort of you have that communication Mm -hmm. and then it says something and that's that's what that's so beautiful about cinema even action movies you're
2: spot on i have a building off because i had i think like this is an incredible read and it's completely true i feel like for me watching this one cypher while well, obviously she's a cipher of gender identity and performance, <laughs> <laughs> She rep- she's, like, so clearly put in here as just, like, the representation of, like, no family, and, like, every single, yeah. like, line out of her is, like, driving that home, as you were saying. Like, there's the things where she's, like, why live your life a quarter mile at a time when you can live your whole life that way and like all of her stuff is just like you're alone you don't need family why leave family you're the best you can do this without anybody and like obviously he can't but so much of her is just like representing like alone like living on your own not having a found family like not being within the queer community like she represents almost Mm. like at least my read is like someone who might be queer but like doesn't have the support so is like living on the outside and has grown like Angry at the community because of that, where she like isn't able to get like the love and acceptance that she wants. Looking at people who are able to be like out and comfortable with their queerness, she has like oh, this that. like that is vendetta all, about it. Oh
1: my god, that's a wild take, but I I think it's. A very do you know good what I mean? Because, I like, Yeah.
2: Charlize is giving zero things straight about this character, and as we've discussed she many ever? a time, is Charlize <laughs> ever straight? And the answer is no.
3: You know, you know, you notice the heavy flirting between her and uh Ramsey as they're yeah. hacking each other they're literally like chatting each other up yes as they like, <laughs> try and i want to fucking
2: fuck summary. you so bad this is so yeah. hot when i were hacking mm. oh, i yeah, do do it to me harder go <laughs> hit that enter button you fucking won't (laughs)
1: I wonder if, because there's such a, this is actually interesting to consider, there's such a history of, like, Fast and Furious villains then being, like, recruited into, like, a weird aspect of the family, like, everyone that they go up against eventually, if they don't die, has to become part of the family, and because Charlize has stuck around for so long, I wonder if they'll eventually, like rope her in I think by the end of 11 there's a chance there's a chance (laughs) there's a chance chance. we can just hook up her and Ramsey because we all know that Tej and Roman are meant to be together (laughs) that whole thing
2: where they're like you have to choose which one I just wish she was like fuck both of you. I'm a lesbian. Bye. Yeah, she could say it. Yeah. That'd I be know. Awesome.
1: It would be, I was surprised. I guess I was not that surprised, but I was a little surprised that they really had the whole, like, who's cooler? Like, who do you like? Who do you want to be with? I assumed there would be some sort of deflation where she was like, you guys are so weird. Like, what are you talking about? But there's, there's not, That's but my last it's fine. Name. And then she just walks away. <laughs> um, it's okay. could be better. could be worse. But we know Ramsey's gay. As, um, you know, come on or now. Bi, whatever. Come on I think now. the read of
2: bi for everyone is correct. <laughs> everyone-
1: so <laughs> Not a single straight person Absolutely not. in the Fast family. I have to ask, were you a fan, Ben, when you saw this? Like Initially, mm, yeah. did you come to it later?
3: Oh, um, I missed it. F9 is the first Fast and Furious movie I ever saw in theaters. Wow. I don't think I'd seen any until we started doing them for Caravan and Mm. And as, Or maybe I saw Fast Five first. I think, yeah, because I knew that they started to get good, you know, under the kind of global consciousness, like, this is when they get good, (laughs) Um, (laughs) around Fast Five. So I think I watched Fast Four because I knew that was a prequel, and then I watched Fast Five, and then I went all the way to Eight, and then watched the first three later, Mm. and it yeah I, I i was very aware of them but i never they just never struck my fancy for any reason i didn't realize that they were these kind of movies mm, you know yeah. i thought it was like kind of i thought it was silly but not in a fun way and as soon as again vin diesel <laughs> did that but i i was completely won over and i was like yes this is i, I got my palette like full with the exact spices that made this franchise what it is and you know, and, and then watching the first three, like, seeing them as prequels to the spy heroes was really fascinating. But, um, yeah, I, I just knew about the submarine. <laughs> and I thought, that's ridiculous, that's stupid. And then I was hype for the submarine when <laughs> yeah. I finally saw it. <laughs> when it oh, crests, you're man. like,
2: who, who, who. Yeah. yeah. That, no. I think,
3: oh. It's like a renaissance painting. You know when that truck is like flying when it first comes <laughs> yes. out? It's beautiful. <laughs> Genuinely, like awesome composition. It's so fun.
1: I don't remember what episode it, maybe it's for your 7 episode where you're like there's one place left that they haven't gone and I was like I don't Antarctica, yes, and yes. you were like basically, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I love. Wait, this is a beautiful segue. So basically, like if you go to the Wikipedia, and they're like, you know, it's all about like the fun locations that they visit. For this one, they were like, New York City is one of the new exotic locations for this film, and I love the idea that like New York City is an exotic an location. Exotic, exotic when, <laughs> Like yeah. they go to, it and you're like, oh, it's just, oh, we're in New York. Like, in come new York. on, I don't want to be they here. Haven't
1: been yet. Famous. Right. Well, I
2: yes. I've loved seeing like. Yeah. These these guys who destroy yes, cities, cities in their wake
3: take on New York. It felt like a Kardashians
2: episode. Boy, <laughs> oh boy, bit. do they destroy New York.
3: <laughs> yeah. Zombie cars? Great. I, I'm not usually fond of like car chases. Like I think car chases, it's difficult to convey visually from outside it's from so a hard. camera for some reason how fast a car is going. Yes. But when it's in New York, it seems to work better <laughs> because there's so much shit in that city condensed in so much that in such small space that everything is flying by as it's going. And then you have all the cars that are going in the slow New York traffic. And then mm. these cars whizzing by, you really feel it a lot more. So it was a good place to take
1: it, I thought. Yeah. You have to put it in like a certain framework. Uh, this is not a surprise because every aspect of this movie is perfect, but in Mission Impossible <laughs> Fallout, the uh, yeah, the motorcycle yep. chase through Paris, I think works God, yeah. so well because he's like literally just doing it with other cars like normal cars around him um and you really get a sense of like the speed and this is i feel like really the only one of the many reasons why the fast and furious franchise is so special is because like it it does goofy silly but really entertaining and compelling action so much better than people Mm -hmm. think it does Mm -hmm. and i feel like it is best like seen that way when you compare it with I don't know literally almost every other action movie where it's like you just you it you don't have the same Mm -hmm. juice that Fast and Furious has well
3: that's that's also interesting though because it this movie I I can also tell that some audience members maybe were put off because you really do also feel the absence of James Wan James Wan brought such an auteurist like Mm -hmm. action-oriented stunt focused way of shooting it and then when you bring it to F. Gary Gray, it, you you just lose the James Wan judge. James Wan's one of my favorite directors just visually. And so I did feel a bit of that, like, oh, I missed the sort of... But there's even actually a shot where um, I think F. Gary Gray like, copies one of the James Wan camera moves where it, where it spins around. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, hey, there it is, um, <laughs> which was nice because it shows that they really valued that. But I think that, yeah, maybe there's some there's some audience members who
2: maybe are we're missing that very particular spice. I think Lynn and Juan have, like, such a clear grasp on it. And I think, like, for Gary Gray kind of coming in last minute, I think he does, like, a fine job. But, like, I feel like all of his movies... There, like, I think his stuff it works better as like character work within like the confines of like larger movies and things like that. I do think though, I like that first, like we were talking about car chases. I think the Cuba car chase kind of yeah. works because of how goofy it is. Oh, but, like I love great. everything about it. Like everything happening with Letty makes like kind of no sense. Like where they have to splinter off because they're trying to like sabotage Vin, but like I'm kind of in for it. And it also gives us so much corny dialogue where he's like. Toretto, and then like (laughs) <laughs> Everything with the family. He's like, you got my respect, so you can keep your car. Yeah. The, the, respect the respect good enough for me. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just so much grumbling, so much nonsense. We meet Dom's like Cuban cousin, and it's yep. like the beginning of like Dom is this multicultural person, and it's like so we're yeah, yeah. saying
1: Dom's Cuban, but right. like, are but we Cuban? <laughs> I, <don't, right. laughs> I
0: like
2: th- I like that because
3: for a couple of reasons. I think one, it was really pleasing that okay, they're still finding brand new things to do with cars yes like get an old they've not done an old shitty car that he now has to race against a really good car through the streets of cuba and then again with that sort of like brian absence layer over top of it there it's so over the top his robin hood persona that he puts on that it feels forced and that plays into i think what uh cypher is saying to him and the lack of brian that he's like forcing this hero thing Mm. and and trying to be a good person and a stand-up guy and that's—I I think it's a good way to set it up, especially like you know, who is he without Brian? At the start, he's like, well, he's—he's—he's he's, he's going even more heroic, you right. know? He's saving people's cars and lives, and yeah, he's going to give it
2: away. He's going to give away his brand new car. It's—it's—it's it's, it's sweet and, yeah. and, and a nice touch. Yeah, it sounds good too. Like the sound design's kind of like the pod race, which I'm always oh, in yeah. for. Oh where you're God. just hearing the engines going, which I love. Yeah, I think it's hilarious that they're like. Don't tell us how far Cuban mile is, and then Dom's whole thing is like it's not about what's under the hood; it's about behind the wheel. But then, like if he didn't have the nos under the hood, he wouldn't. Have won. <laughs> it literally is about what's under the hood too. <laughs> but ignoring the plot stuff, I think it works.
1: Mm. But shout out to being like it's not about what's under the hood. It's fine. By- it's fine. Mm. By- it's not about how you identify it's about Mm, who you are mm, as a person mm. you know what i'm saying it's not about what's under the hood hell yes (laughs) look at these reads wow (laughs) bam bam bam
3: oh my god i didn't even think of that you blew my mind Um, literally
1: under the hood. Literally under the hood. <laughs> yeah. The Vin hood over oh boy. You know, oh. you gotta we started this podcast oh, oh, for a boy. reason. Also, Pitbull is playing, which I feel like it was like mm. high time for there to be like a full Pitbull we sequence. That, I was yes. really expecting a Pitbull cameo, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you. that would have killed. Um, well, I mean we have
2: fucking rapper Camellia. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so
2: Oh wait, no,
3: that was in Furious Seven.
2: My bad. No, yeah. There are <laughs> other rappers coming up. Don't worry. In this one oh, yeah, or oh, in later nine. ones? Oh, okay, great. Yes. Oh yeah. Can't wait, oh yeah. <laughs> I guess. Boy, oh, um, boy. I think on the yeah. Brian thing though. While we're here, I think it's so funny how Scott Eastwood is so fucking clearly trying to be the white boy stand-in for Brian, like, by the oh. studio, where they're like, we have to introduce this new boy We can't to live the group. without a white like,
1: boy in the franchise! Literally,
2: they're like, we need a little nobody, we need this, like, little white guy to kind of represent it. Who
1: are people supposed to identify with if we don't have a Scott middlingly Eastlund. attractive white man in his 30s? And then, but he takes all the L's. I, he takes all I the feel L's. I so and, bad like, for this man. Oh,
2: L's IRL and in the movie. <laughs> because who doesn't come back oh yeah. geez
1: i mean what is he? he literally contributes nothing to this movie i would have liked i could see a little glimmer of possibility when he and roman are playing off each other and mm-hmm. i was like i would have liked if they committed more hardcore to both of them being so horrible at every aspect of their jobs but they don't and i wish that like all those times when they're kind of snipping at each other in like the car warehouse mm. and stuff like that, that they really committed to making it a bit instead of what feels like middling improv and or a slight spin on whatever lines were in the script. Like I would I think that building out that dynamic would have one given Scott Eastwood something to do other than be yelled at by Kurt Russell, which is giving us nothing and two would have finally given Roman something else to do yeah. because I've talked about it before, but I think like it's so unfortunate how his character has evolved mm. and it yeah. makes me sad. Cause I think he like can give so much more than he gives. Although I do love his end action sequence at the end of this movie, yes. which yeah. we'll get that, into later. That made it all worth yeah. it for me. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: with, with, with little nobody, I think one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my biggest laughs that I had was um, he's trying to be all bossy or whatever. And then they're kind of calling him names and then, and then Roman goes, oh, little nobody over here. And Tej goes, that's it. We're, we're calling him that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so lovely to the the family dynamic. I think yes, yes. <laughs> it's a nice oh, you just get
2: assigned a nickname just from like yep. one off thing. Yeah, because yeah. they no all rules. have nicknames. That's that's how they kind of function. So exactly. So, there yeah. is something though interesting that my sister actually pointed out while we were watching. So you know we've talked about this before how they often don't gender cars if at all in the franchise. Like cars are never hers or she's or anything like that, which like a lot of straight white men do in the real world. Mm-hmm. In this movie. Scott Eastwood blatantly like genders cars and it's Ooh. so fascinating to watch because like no one else does. And this like one quote unquote straight guy within the franchise comes in and then starts gendering cars, which I had it picked up on, but also is like a kind of interesting read to the movie where you're like, oh, this straight guy is coming in and like doing something that no one else has kind of throughout the franchise. Yeah. interesting. So I don't know, yeah. but it plays in again to the queer like subtext. I think
1: pretty shocking that nobody, for the most part, genders cars either, because I think every film Roman is like, I'm in love with this car. This yes. car <laughs> like, is my car. spouse. <laughs> oh, yes. So, <laughs> 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 yes, including this one with yeah. his orange fucking Lamborghini that Lamborghini or whatever. Yeah. It is. yeah, yeah. I do have
2: a pitch for the group. Okay, Wyatt Russell as Little Nobody versus Scott Eastwood. I mean, oh.
1: I would have loved it. I mean, yeah.
2: there's just obviously you get the Russell Russell. Like connotation there, but also why Russell feels like he would fit v- so well in this universe. He has
1: much better comedy chops than yes. Scott Eastwood. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: As another, yeah, he would probably would have played up more the sort of straight white guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, idea. The peacocking aspect exactly, of it, which exactly. is there, but not really. Ugh, yeah. I do feel bad for Scott Eastwood. Although, I think we said this before, but I think he's very good and I want you back, mm-hmm. which is this nice little Amazon rom-com. Yeah. Um, he's also great in the Taylor Swift music video oh Wildest Dreams, God. but he doesn't have to say anything in that music video, so that might contribute to what it. What a
2: shock that you brought <laughs> that up. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. There is a
1: Taylor Swift reference in this movie. There is? Yeah, from Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Taylor Swifter, like, Kind of buddies because the Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively, Taylor Swift, like larger one to one to one aspect. Yeah. And he voiced he's he's like voiced people in her music videos and stuff like that. They're like friendly. There's like some shake it off connection. Oh, the rock performed shake it off on lip sync battle. I want to say like the Tom Holland thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, The Tom Holland thing. Look, we all
2: think about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Tom Holland show. Yeah, that was a moment. That was a moment. It was.
1: Oh, my God. I actually... I'm Tom Holland. I literally have such... <laughs> wow. I forget that you haven't experienced Jordan's Tom Holland impression like, on we a weekly basis. <laughs> this is what I have to go I Do it to Brooke every day. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will say, let's bring it back to the queerness in this hey, movie.
1: I did a very good job connecting between John and Taylor Swift. I'm blown Scott away Eastwood. that they're friends, mm-hmm. yeah. but it also makes sense. It makes sense. Yes. Anyway,
2: more queerness. Wait, in no, but, movie. sorry, what was the Taylor Swift thing that he says in this? Or is it just like an
1: offhand oh joke? It's some line where he's talking about if we lose this about,
3: game, then we're yeah. going to have to listen to T Swizzle all the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have T-Swizzle. 20 little
1: girls who are crying, and that's not a good thing, which means I have to spend a lot of time at ice cream shots and a lot of. Like ice cream shops and a lot of time at Tay Tay concerts. Tay Tay, oh yeah. Ooh and his his the the DS guy is like Tay Tay and Hobbs is like Taylor Swift gotta be shitting me get it together okay so it's like he's like yeah we all know about Taylor Swift and her music anyway Great.
3: wait that's actually one of my favorite parts of this movie is that they take an entire third act from one of the one of the previous movies and just make it the inciting incident of this movie like a yes. wrecking ball crashing through an air raid base or whatever yes that's, that's hilarious they're so confident such a confident movie in that way
2: I love also that when we go to Germany for that, like the Germany title card is really cool. I feel like the title I, card, very work good in this title movie cards good. in this one. Yeah. yeah, they're fun. Should we talk about a little bit of the pre, a little bit of the
1: prod? Yeah. to get into it. Yeah, do it because I wanted. I want a deep dive into the feud, and I feel like let's set I, it up yes. and then yeah. let's knock it down.
2: Okay, okay. So obviously, this movie's announced in 2015. They like. I feel like a big part of this was that they are going to have a New York City setting, which they love. Juan was basically like, "I am absolutely not fucking coming back for this." <laughs> they, they <laughs> Poor said, James Juan. He was exhausted. Vin they Diesel said a,
1: running through directors.
2: Truly, yeah. I think it was just because everything with Seven was difficult. Because like after Paul's death, Vin started to like shut down and go into like trailer yeah. mode and like not coming out and kind of being difficult on set and exercising his producing chops a little bit more, which comes in, I think, with 10 and this movie. Yeah. But, long story short, the first thing is the production is happening and all of a sudden, like, we get a rock post where he calls like as they're wrapping up set that he calls some male co-stars are different and they conduct themselves not as stand-up uh, men but he basically calls like some candy asses
1: candy asses candy and asses. classic
2: period now, he, candy he, asses
3: period he, he says, says well,
1: i think he drops the phrase candy asses in like fast five i want to say i
2: think he does and
1: yeah, yeah i was like wait wait it's all foreshadowing I think I'm think gonna the, bring this fucking back I think the only thing I truly like knew about the feud was that candy, candy asses, asses was, was mentioned because yeah. it is the funniest thing you can call another man yes. why are you as a man calling another man a candy ass also a little queer, a little queer. what are you doing with that funny. candy ass I mean no, you know not to project I mean, he, it, might as well
3: call him sugar Like, yeah.
2: right. come on baby
1: candy asses so
2: that Get happens candy ass over here Truly. I feel like that's what it was like. They're yelling from trailer to trailer and neither of them are coming out, but they're both just like, get out, you
1: candy ass. A dramatic reenactment of the Hobbs and Shaw bench pressing scene. But between trailers. Yeah. Because it was like, wasn't, so it's about acting, right? Also,
2: Vin was giving The Rock acting notes because he's you know that trying to get a Fellini esque performance out of him what are we doing here basically like also at this time when you see it a little bit in seven but they have it written into their contracts obviously with like everyone needs to have a certain amount of hits you can't ever lose a fight so all of this like hyper masculinity which wasn't there in five and six and a little bit in seven is like really coming to the forefront now where like you're starting to be able to like see the counting and everything in this movie. So he posts that post. Everyone is like, oh, he's talking about Vin Diesel, like obviously, because yeah. Vin is known to be a little difficult to work with. Tyrese, of course, our perfect boy who has never, ever misread something on the internet jumps in and he's like, I'm going to weigh in right now. And is like, I'm here with The Rock. I'm defending both sides. Everything's all good. Look, there's nothing wrong. And then later on, basically flips to being like, the Rock, how fucking dare you go? Because this Hobbs and Shaw gets announced. And then he like gets extremely pissed off at The Rock for Tyrese going, to, does? Do, yeah, for going okay. to do Hobbs oh. and Shaw because they boot F9 to be a year later. Because and they, of because Hobbs of, and ha- Shaw. Exactly. Because okay. they're seeing the dailies and they're like, oh, this Hobbs and Shaw dynamic. So Tyrese... Like, flips a casket, gets mad, just keeps, like, posting all these things. The Rock says absolutely nothing in response. Of course not. Why would you? And then eventually Tyrese, like, down the line has a post where he basically just goes, like, I talked to some of Dwayne's, like, reps and, like, we're all good, family forever, blah, blah, blah. Tyrese? A
1: whole ass mess. The fact that I feel like Tyrese's public like persona and his role within these movies is exactly the same where yes. he's like, I'm on the same level as Vin Diesel and Dwayne Johnson. Yes. <laughs> We're all good here and that's that is never that's, the I case. Feel like that's
2: they're all not acting anymore.
1: Of course not. I mean, that's like I mean, that is, you know, the success and the problems of yes. Hobbs and Shaw. And yeah. the I mean, we've seen it as recently as Fast X right. production. Like yeah. the behind the scenes issues. All it
3: makes me genuinely sad. Yeah. Like that that these two couldn't work it out and that you know obviously Vin's in a very vulnerable state sort of in production and it kind of comes out and Dwayne, yeah. you know, being Dwayne, you know, who might run for president one day, <laughs> you know, so like very focused on keeping his brand together. If you actually notice like in I think all the movies that he was in up until this one. I know even in this one. I I think uh, the Hobbs loses I think every one of almost every one of his fights, Mm. especially when he's going up against Vin. Uh, So it must have been like a boiling pot as well throughout of like you just keep kicking my character's ass, you keep having to like your character has to be better than mine. You even get like all the you're always closing the conversation, your character like literally the last line. Yeah, Yeah. and exactly. It's it's a foreboding thing that comes (laughs) throughout the whole franchise. You're like, I know this is going to end badly. It is.
2: And you get like the Vin kind of awkward on set videos where he's like kind of drowsy and he's just like, rap set, can't believe I was producing and also starring all about my life. And everyone's just like obviously reading into everything. You know what I mean? So it just gets like so difficult and like sad because you could totally see that. There was like some good there, but like even when they rap set, like The Rock like, doesn't shout out Vin after like shouting out other people. And then, uh, you know, obviously, like you have the men's health interview where Diesel like comes out and is like, it was all about tough love. Like, I was giving The Rock tough love. Like, I, I think, I think they're both
3: genuine people. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't think, obviously, they're dealing with bre- personal brands, which is inherently That's kind of big part, dehumanizing yeah. to yourself. And so it, it allows yeah. ego to fester, but it's it's just a shame that like, Dare I say it, toxic masculinity yeah. reared its head in this very queer-friendly, found family, um, family-oriented franchise. Yeah. On such like a spiritual level. That 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 feels like a true heartbreak. Yeah. I guess. I, I feel I that so. in my chest.
1: <laughs> I, I agree. And I think that like there you see, not to shit on Hobbs and Shaw endlessly, but I do think like you see that line of thinking kind of go to its apex where that movie is supposed to you know really feel like they should have that same sizzling chemistry for good or for bad but I think that that film is just so deflated because like especially Dwayne Johnson can't stand to like let go of that image for Mm. like a second and I think like it really is such a delicate balance and I think particularly when it comes to the, the feud between him and Vin there's like a lot of I don't want to say rewriting history, but a lot of being like, well, you know, I am the star of this <laughs> franchise or like, okay, but like, I'm the one that's built a better brand. Okay. But right. like, we didn't even want you for the franchise originally. Okay. But like literally who's made the franchise more money. Like there's, yes. ser- there's this really like back and forth, like just dick measuring contest. Yeah. Um, and I
2: think it's like the Vin producing too, is like, he is flexing so much of that. Like he's sourcing so much from his Facebook. Like he talks about obviously like how, The Rock came from like a Facebook like people being on his Facebook being like you gotta bring the rock in but then literally on this set people were taught like they see Helen Mirren and like Helen Mirren gets flagged that she like kind of has interest in Van Basley and Chris Morgan rewrite the script to have Helen Mirren in it <laughs> so it's just like being able to have so much control I feel like causes just all these heads and to be able to bolt who yeah. you're
1: bringing in I mean like right. I feel like the whole all the lead up for the Fast X casting announcements are it's like I Vin Diesel the right. creator of like <laughs> <laughs> have decided yes. that Brie Larson should be joining right. Fast Yes, the Jason.
2: I feel like the Jason Momoa video though is so wholesome. Yeah, this is
1: this is breaking. This is like breaking news is that there was a very nice Vin and, uh, Vin Jason, and Jason Momoa yes. video posted like a week ago. It's this. It's Vin's kind of like classic. I kind of seem like I'm holding this cast member hostage as a contractual Just stipulation right. yep. um, to talk about my this on my Instagram, but Jason Momoa was just like, yeah. He's so in. Oh, Ooh, good.
2: <laughs> I don't think, is there anything that could bother that man? He's I don't think so. Unbothered, Ugh.
1: flourishing in his lane, glistening, glowing. I just think it's funny how they basically brought in another version of The Rock, the Rock to yes. be the villain in Fast X yes. to replace right The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. Is he the villain? Is he I, not? I think
2: they was announced that he's like the bad guy with Cypher, yeah. So we'll see. Maybe. Who Hobbs knows, brother? Wolf, oh, another, Wolf, another oh, one? My oh my god! If they Collected. can't
1: get Hobbs, get Hobbs's brother. I mean, I love it. I Collecting love it. Collecting ethnicities like infinities. My little
2: brother Dwayne.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, All
2: right. Jesus, that a mess. <laughs> up a mess. So a oh whole yes. Ass yes. Mess.
1: That, <laughs> that's the best. Oh, it's so good. No, yeah, oh. it makes me so happy. It's just so bad. That, I feel like, is... That's comedy. Like, I agree with you in that a lot of this feud feels a little like, ugh, this really, like, sucks and it is unfortunate, but that Photoshop is, to me, a work of art. <laughs> the saving grace. <laughs> it was it really all worth is. it. It was. At least it was That
3: was as entertaining as a Fast and Furious movie, yeah. actually. Now that, now that you say it, I know. looking at that post... <laughs>
1: It's analyzing it you're zooming in, you're like wait instagram. let's see it's literally still on his instagram that's it's so crazy. funny to me yeah
2: tyrese has like deleted all of his drama posts which is so sad tyrese. because i want to read and like <laughs> soak in these but it will never happen
1: oh god anyways
2: i feel like i don't know it was just i think that all long story short plays into it but it also plays into like you know these men button heads and like throughout this franchise we've talked about homoerotic subtext and like whether because on like said behavior or not it fuels what you're seeing on screen yeah which is so mm-hmm. fascinating for sure
1: yeah i mean that's a, i think like why the brian and dom dynamic feels so tender and like unproblematic and like why it it remains so enduring through yeah. like eight movies it's just because like they were content to like have Vin do his Vin thing, and for Paul Walker to just kind of like be chilling, and it Swibing. worked. It worked so nicely, like character-wise. And I think that, like, again, when you're missing that, you're you're missing something that you 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 need something to like balance out all the testosterone yes. that's happening. I do think it's a great idea to have this movie in the Hobbs realm, focus on like the Hobbs and Shaw dynamic because i like mm. it i can definitely see why this led to a spinoff now and like retrospect not knowing like where that came from but i agree with you ben and then i miss the like vin brian hobbs like trifecta yeah. yeah you know if you're gonna stick the rock with anyone i think like whatever's happening between him and jason statham in this movie is great <laughs> he's going to beat his ass
3: like, like a, a cherokee, cherokee drum drum and he goes from that to screaming no when he thinks yeah. he's dying. Yep. Yep. Oh. Oh my an god. Arc. Hobbs. I could Romance not
1: arc. I could not believe yeah. that like they they decided to give like the emotional weight to like the Hobbs and Shaw dynamic in that moment.
3: Well, okay, I, I have a thought about this, and this kind of plays into uh Justice for Han situation. Yes. Yes. I think the film is preemptively trying to guard itself for the justice for Han arguments because if Mm. you notice most of the people who actually interact with him on any kind of humane level are Hobbes and Ramsey the newest member of the team yeah Yeah. and the really no one else wants to pay attention to him and I think that you can kind of look at the the only there's only one moment that I think doesn't Kind of kills it. And this is the one thing I would cut from the movie. I'm not normally a person who like says they should have they should have taken this out, but I just there's a look that Dom gives Vince smiles at Shaw yes. at the very end the when end. he delivers his son. Yeah. And uh, you're delivering your son, but bro, you were trying so hard to end each other's lives because of this one thing you did to one of his friends. And that sort of is, I think, where the, all of Justice for Han comes from. Just that one smile. Because every other mm-hmm. character is, is, I think, quite appropriately, not wanting to
2: give him the time of day and really yeah. tolerating
3: him as part of the crew.
2: I don't know. What do you think about Justice for Han in this? I'm I curious. concur. I think that, smi- that was my big thing is the smile. It kind of feels like a little out of place too because Vince smiles come so rarely in this movie mm. specifically too. So when you get a Vince smile, you're like, oh my god, but then especially when the only smile you're getting is, like, with a baby, and then with Shaw, you're kind of like, oh, like, I don't know, you
1: know? I will say a lot of the reviews on Letterboxd, I think, like, reflect that, which, like, you know, we're caught up at this point, timeline-wise, that a lot of those are, like, real-time reactions from the people, the people that matter. And, like, there's a lot of being, like, when the fuck (laughs) did we decide that we were cool with Shaw murdering Han in cold blood? Like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. So I think that they're, like... Is an element of that. I guess I agree. It doesn't bother me, but only because I know that Han is alive in the next movie. So I was like, and it didn't bother me as
3: much knowing that as well. Yeah, Mm. but it's totally
1: different when this film is like actually being released. Right, no No, matter what, because I mean, it's like you don't have you maybe like don't have Sun Kang without Justin Lin. Like, yeah, I feel like they are kind Mm. of like two packaged of a piece. Yeah, so
3: it's hilarious to me that like. Every time Justin Lin directs one of these movies, he brings Han back. got it. Whether it's from the dead, make it a prequel. Okay, he's not dead now. Haha. <laughs> oh, yep. He's actually brought back from the dead now. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> That's brilliant. So oh, good. I love that dedication. We love friendship. And uh, you know what? Honestly, history. I really missed Han in this. I think yeah. there's something about his cool and aloof attitude. You know, his, his like reserved sexuality compared yes. to everybody else's. Like, It's, it's a really nice salt <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, instead of a spice, it's a salt, and you're like, yes. okay, yeah. yeah. You need
1: someone who is level-headed, and you need someone who has, like, a little bit of a moral compass, and nobody really is either of those things yes. in mm. this movie. Like,
2: Brian- losing Brian and Han, and not having Jordana, yeah. and then not having Vin yeah. with the family, it's, like, They're a literally lot cut half. of things. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Like, there's, there's, you don't have any of, kind of, like, the, the soul mm-hmm. of, like, The the family there because Roman and Tej, obviously useless. Ramsey is too new to kind of like do anything, and like Letty is volatile, and I love that about her. But like she's not going to be the one that's like everybody calm down. Right, honestly,
3: (laughs) shout out to I'm so what is her name? Elena. Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez. Thank you. Yes. No, I'm so sorry, Michelle, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. Please.
2: But also come on the pod if you want, (laughs) and also I love you.
1: Um. Also
2: step on (laughs) me (laughs) with those boots (laughs) in your first scene, please. If
1: you're free next Thursday, I'm also. But I would say
3: I would say shout out to Michelle Rodriguez. I think she gives the best performance in this movie. I think her character beats when the the sheer, you know, there's a lot of camp. In this franchise, and a lot of like under understated moments as far as acting, but she really goes for it when she's faced with her husband betraying her. There's a moment where I think right after, like you know, the guns have been pointed. There's like a bit of a Mexican standoff. Then uh, the guy takes the suitcase away, and she like has like a little panic attack. Yeah, whoa! Oh my, you're really giving it.
1: Amazing. I think that is her best moment in this series. Um, Mm. Certainly this movie, maybe the franchise, but it's like she and Vin Diesel, I think are such like a great pair together because they have such similar (gasps) energy and they just know how to play off of each other so well. Like they Mm -hmm. just had the exact same set of skills as far as acting goes. A specific set of skills. Yes, a very specific set of skills. And it makes like their romance scenes really work. It makes the action scenes work together. Like you buy that she is like, Vin Diesel's, like, perfect romantic half. Yes. Um, I think -hmm. it's so smart. It makes her so much more interesting than kind of, like, insert female love interest, not to throw Elena under the bus, but, like, Mm -hmm. the Vin and Elena thing just literally – never worked for me. I was so glad Aww. that they finally just had her like <laughs> kick the bucket. <laughs> oh. Not because of Tormant anything just murders to just murder to do with her um, you know, her performance or anything like that. But every time they bring her back on one of these movies, I'm like, oh my God. Like <laughs> she
2: never right, has okay. anything to wow. do. Elena shot dead by Brooke.
1: I mean, she never has anything to do. I think that like it, they don't really give her enough outside of like the, Oh, she and Dom could have been, but it didn't work. Mm. Um, and I don't know. Well, they were both the backup for each other. If, for that each I other. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> like, but look,
2: we both aren't married by this age. I guess we'll just get married and we'll have a yeah, kid. It's let's fine. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. You know,
0: and, sometimes and, and we I, need that.
3: I've always liked her character just for Elena specifically, just for just like, listen, if it was my husband, who was like, I'm going back to fast six again. I'm so sorry, but do it. <laughs> just, I have to talk about my favorite entry of this. I love this. It's like, there's something powerful. And I think like, I feel this a lot. Like when I first, um, to get a little personal, but since we're talking about kind of, yes, you know, yes. we kind of elements. When I entered my first open relationship, I had to exercise a muscle that I've never really had to deal with before, which is to, the ability to really let go and let your partner be another, be a person on their right. own and do whatever they got to do but trust that they love you. And that's a really powerful thing that I think a lot of people trapped in heteronormative, very static, monogamous situations, um, or at least who have trapped, who've been trapped in that forever, you know, and have never even thought about any kind of other way of conducting themselves, that they can maybe lack. And it shows a lot of strength in a character, I think, like Elena, when, and adds to this, you know, non <laughs> whatever we call it the polycule <laughs> what, what, the polycule adds yeah. to the polycule that she's like no go like if yeah. it was my person if it yeah. was my primary right i would i would go after him right she and so understands you should do that too yeah, yeah she understands and and that makes it feel more poly which i appreciate yeah totally. so that's my argument that's justice for elena
1: justice for elena <laughs> i bring her
2: back in 10 Duh. back to life <laughs> <laughs> shot in the head. It doesn't matter. She does. <laughs>
1: hey, she gets shot off. We didn't see it. We didn't screen, see it. And we didn't see it. My least see favorite it. thing. We got to do it. I. But I think that she really does exercise the same thing in this yeah. movie. And like, I think that mm-hmm. that is like a very, very good call. And that she's like, whatever you have to do, save our son. And yes. she, yeah. under the impression that like he will be raised by Dom and Letty. Michelle, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. She's completely lets go of yeah. Yeah. that, and that's beautiful. Yeah. I, I don't know.
2: I, I, know, I like that it. It makes a
1: little more poly. It I got it. It does. Yeah.
2: I just have to make that note just on Michelle while we're here from when Charlize kisses Van and it's like the least sexual kiss My of all time. My least
1: favorite trope of all time, I'm just going to say it it's the right worst now, trope, yes. is having to kind of like sexily, evilly make yes. out with someone who's like not the person that you're going to yes. end up with in this It's movie. the worst. Yeah. Drives me up the wall.
2: But her, <laughs> Michelle's reaction, my note was like capital A acting, like her face is so <laughs> broken. She is, it's like, I. it's like the the number one time when I've seen like her break down and like be so vulnerable. Yeah. So like you actually do buy it where you're like, oh fuck, maybe for a second, did Vin go bad? Because Michelle is selling the shit out of it. Like she yeah. believes it. So you're like, well, I guess maybe in my heart, There is some bad invent. Like, he's like evil Kermit the Frog, you know, something. (laughs)
1: Sure. Why not? Well,
2: you haven't seen Muppets Most Wanted, so you wouldn't understand. But I do know that. I live my life one quarter mile at a time. (laughs)
1: Jordan is permanently fired from podcast <laughs> impressions, and we're going to bring you on as a special, am, like, retainer I am client. I
2: reeling. Okay. <laughs> While we're here, I've been itching this scratch. Muppets Fast and the Furious. Who do you keep? Who do you lose? Who Ooh. is who?
1: Jordan's been waiting eight episodes. I have, Ooh. Been. Ooh. I have been, like, edging.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, like, only one human character left? Yes. One human,
2: everyone Ooh. else Muppets.
1: I think, I know it's the most obvious choice, but I think it has to be Vin Diesel, because I would love to see him, <laughs> one, fall in Love with the Muppets, but also of course. like yeah. have the family of Muppets. Is it then Kermit yeah, like your yeah. Brian? Kermit is Brian. Yeah. Yes, I guess by default, <laughs> Miss Piggy is. I said,
2: forget about it, Kurt. <laughs> 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 I think the Rock is like Sam Eagle. Sam the Eagle. That's the vibe I'm getting. But is yeah. Jason
1: Statham Sam the Eagle? He's a little grumpier. These are the questions we have to
2: ask. Well, I don't
3: you know, you know. I would say my take. I think all the villains. Make all the villains human. Right. Okay. Only, yes, only yes, the yeah. main villain is a hum- as is the human. And then the all the muffins Everyone else is Muppets? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. so
1: in this <laughs> in this movie, it's it's Charlie's and all Muppets. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yep. I still think Kermit do- can't cause Kermit cannot be Dom.
2: No. So Well, I mean he does lead the team. But like it's it is a, like it's a not. It's not a vibe weird. match, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, we all know Tyrese is Grover, right? Yes. Oh, for it's, sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm trying to find a place for my Swedish Chef King. I'm like, where does he fit oh. in? And I'm like, is he like a Tej hacker? But like, he's no, like throwing computers around. I
1: think he needs to be a more minor character than yeah. that, though. He's probably he's probably would like little it. nobody. Yeah.
3: Or one of the two guys from Fast Five who oh, show yes! up in this movie. There we go. Swedish Chef yes. would be great as those guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I got to get him. It, it'll power. be both. It'll just be both.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> then we cut to like when a car chases.
1: Yeah. They're the best. Oh, the boys. Family.
2: <laughs> but like imagine, you know, a car race is happening. Smash cut. Statler and Waldorf are just like, I've seen better
1: car chases in like oh, Fast Five. Yeah. yeah. Like. Oh, that'd be great. Ooh. Yeah. The Jews. Ooh. The juice. We need, let's see. So we we need Gonzo. I want to say, I don't know. It's like, can we do Gonzo and Fozzie as Roman and Tej? Like, oh, can we for make sure. it work? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Or you have, like, hmm. I know. I right? Although that's not. I'm so sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know you
1: this get that Get well. the that's puppet okay. cinematic I'm universe sorry. straight. <laughs> Come Look,
2: on. These are questions we post to the Big audience. Big is Hobbs. Fuck. Bring you know, him in, like kicking Who cares? down the door in that vine. Yes, <laughs> like, that's Hobbs. Okay, <laughs> I mean, time Sesame to make an edit. Street I'm putting it out there, crossover. Jordan, for future. While you're listening back to this episode, please edit Hobbs kicking down the doors. <laughs> bird, uh, big bird. Great.
1: Oh God, um, <laughs> that's art. I'm okay. really glad you got to have this moment.
2: I will be doing a Photoshop of the Fast Eight poster and then putting Muppets uh, okay. faces oh, good, on there. Oh, very good. Yeah, these yeah. are the things I need to do in my life.
1: Yeah, okay. I, I also I had never seen the dramatic. Cobb's and dom poster that you mentioned it's so at good. the top and it's it is so good on the dash numbers.com it is the poster and holy shit it's, it's so, so dramatic
2: it's, yes it's like these boys these two bald men <laughs> okay oh god let's see um plot things let's go
1: anything major i want to talk about the sequences because i was some good sequences Mm -hmm. you know f gary gray's action directing aside i remember liking the italian job but i did watch it when i was like probably marky mark right yeah Mm -hmm. and statham Mm -hmm. and Charlize. oh shit Right? Is it? It is Charlie. I think so. Pretty sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure Shirley. There you go.
2: I like how all these directors always bring in people that they worked with before. I just
1: feel like it's it's like such an intrinsic part of the the, yeah. the fast family. Yeah. It's like bring in your favorite past collaborator. Right. Yeah. Do you Tokyo want nice to page This is a sequel
2: to my indie movie. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: right. <laughs> Everyone, go watch my Sundance yeah. movie. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> is there anyone from? What else did the new director of Fast X do?
2: Uh, Lewis, no, so he worked with, like, a bunch oh, of these people Jesse before.
1: Eisenberg, because it's Now You See Me, right? Oh, my God. <gasps> yeah. Oh,
2: my God. He's an evil little <laughs> hacker. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Or he's on the team, and he's just complaining a lot, like Squid and the Whale, where he's just like, I can't believe my parents are getting divorced. Yeah,
1: but I don't know. I can't <laughs> believe the family is breaking up. Anyway, my original point was that um, I love the prison break yeah. action sequence. Oh. It's it's the best. I think it's my yes. favorite sequence of the movie. Yeah. Yep. It rules. Wait. I have I have one yes. note on it, um, oh? and
3: then you can, and then you'll go off. Oh it's no no just no! That,
1: I want you to go off. I feel the no. Just
3: heavy party tracks over an action scene is a huge win in my book. Perfectly nails the tone. That's what I've written down. <laughs> you want to throw down, like yes. It looks like a mosh pit, and it feels like a like a. It feels like you're at a a party that's gotten a little too rowdy. Yes. And it's yes. so fun. I don't think we've had anything like that like in the past. No. No. no.
1: And it does feel like, again, like it feels like the Hobbs and Shaw bridge where it's like they bring David Leach into that, like a very Mm. like good at like normally at like hand to hand combat action, that kind of stuff. Like it feels like, okay, this is where we get to see. The Rock and Jason Statham flex like mm. different muscles, Literally. particularly Statham, like coming from the action background. Right, we g- right. actually get to see him like do parkour, combat, and yeah. parkour and stuff. Yeah. Oh,
3: I've also written here. Uh, we've never seen The Rock as Luke Hobbs just go to town on a large group of people. Very <laughs> gratifying. It's yes, so good. he
2: just he's getting shot and he's like, "How dare you shoot me?" Like catching these things, <laughs> when throwing the rubber men, bullets
1: just kind of like bounce off his pecs. I yes. mean, to me, that is that <laughs> is <laughs> cinema. Yeah. Keep <Just> waiting, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Whoa some oh. bitch oh some, some bitch, bitch. I, this yeah. is so
3: slow at one point what was it
0: <laughs> <Some> <laughs> bitch.
1: no but i do think that it's like this is where <laughs> you said it earlier this is where like the persona really does yes. crystallize in a particular way the toothbrush line and i think like just how intensely he's able to like rip into like shaw Mm -hmm. and use Mm -hmm. like those incredibly written and acted lines um to the best of his ability obviously the cherokee drum line is the cherokee drum line is unhinged
2: it is not okay like i was
1: gonna say not to be like a bummer but can you believe they got away with that in like the year of our lord 2017 crazy (laughs) Like, (laughs) like what is it it is memorable though i will beat your ass like a Cherokee drum but that's kind of that's that
3: again feeds into the the rock this yeah. of this yes. character yeah. where, you know, if an unhinged wrestler
2: says that, you kind of let him get away with it. You yeah.
0: Know?
2: It's like, all right. <laughs> I mean, kind of like a little homophobic too where he's like in another life, but twinkle beach. toes. We could have done some serious damage. Like while that's like cute and flirting, you're like the twinkle toes thing. Like, oh, are we not talking mm-hmm. about
1: the best line of this whole movie? You and me, one-on-one, no one else around. Oh. <laughs> I would beat your, ass, beat like your, your charity, ass like a charity. Like a charity drum. Like... Definitely. God, I'm, just fucking kiss already. <laughs> just kiss. Um, and I do think like as ridiculous as it is, the concrete, like, bench press it's so good. Is incredible. Yes, like yes. it is so funny. And it feels like there's a certain self awareness that is mm-hmm. then completely gone yeah. later. Um I think that's the, and the, the actual awareness. It's the self awareness. Yes. And the actual mm-hmm. action scene fucking whips. Yeah. Kicks ass. As we oh, said before, so there's good. nothing
2: cooler than a man throwing another man, like using a man as a weapon. Yeah. That's like my favorite thing in the world. And
1: it's very good. There are levels, you know, people are like jumping mm-hmm. up and jumping down the levels. And a no, no cars. We obviously love the cars. But yeah. I think no cars and no like guns mm. is a good, it feels unique. It feels like a standout. Yeah.
3: Whips. What I've always loved about Hobbes as a character is that he's like, you know, he, he's just a human tank. Yeah. And it's reflected in all the cars he drives. Like yes. they're, they they will break through concrete. And, yes. <laughs> and if you drop a scaffolding down on the road and crush another car, he'll just drive right through he it while everyone going. else goes around. It's beautiful. And so you get this in now as a person. And instead of you know going up against someone who he has to lose against because, so that Vin Diesel can be more tough than him, then he actually just gets to really do his thing, but still like slightly abated from mm-hmm. the, the rock um producer mode where yeah. it's like it it he's a nice addition to the cast and and let's give him a moment that yes. is all entirely him it's just very good. Yeah. I think it's a good choice. Good choice.
1: Yeah. yeah. And they, they really do. I think, I, like I said, they bring back the goatee, which was missing. Yep. I really Ooh. did miss it. It's it's such a good look. I think, like, to me, that, like, is the Hobbs character, is the goatee. The, like, tiny, tiny tank tops, which are also gone later. Yeah. Um, cutting
2: off circulation to your head. Yeah.
1: And just, like, good shit. I mean, this is at the end of seven, but I feel like it's the same sort of energy. Like, oh, you better hide your baby oil, Mia. You better hide that big-ass forehead. Like, that. Yep. Business is just <laughs> better so than good. anything. No, it's. The best. I've watched that like surprise spit take that Ludacris does because it was a an improv. Like it's so funny. A million times. Incredible. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think that's in rules. I think the deflate. Like I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like the nobody stuff works fine in seven. I feel like it's a little much in this one. Where <gasps> like I like it, <sighs> Mister. But it's like I feel like he just like keeps coming and it like becomes a little. He's A just there much. to deliver but he's, exposition he's not, very well. But he's
3: not, like, you know, omnipresent. Like, he literally That's comes true. in uh, in one scene just be like, hey, guys, I'm still here. I'm going sh- right. to fire off of my no, literally, ridiculously cavalier attitude. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think he it's literally so says, funny. I'm still alive or whatever. We're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Bang, bang. <laughs>
3: hello. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Hey, everybody. Oh, man, I love.
2: Him. I do like him. I mean, yeah. Kurt is delicious i think it's maybe (laughs) the like aftertaste of scott is maybe where bumps and i think
1: you know you don't need to give kurt russell someone to play off of no other than the 12 people that are already in this movie like he's fine
3: he's also like a borderline audience insert where he's like oh fuck
1: yeah they're going crazy (laughs) oh is this cool oh we're going wild boys like yeah yeah
3: it gives them permission to do a lot of the stuff that they end up doing
2: It does. (laughs) Well, that's where the self-awareness, like, works. And, like, I think it works well in nine. I don't think it works because they don't really have it in Hobbs and Shaw. But nine, they kind of continue this forward momentum that they have where they're like, we're aware that, like, maybe we've tipped the dial too far to ever return
1: back. But that's okay. it's too late now. Yeah, can we talk about the like car cable yanking around? Yeah, i that's literally what I want to talk yeah, about yeah. next, because <laughs> like that and the zombie car sequence. This is a yeah. very good. Yeah. This is zombie a very, cars. Yeah. Zombie cars. Yeah. This is a very good film to just talk about the sequences Moments, yeah. mostly. But mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. let's 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 talk about
2: it. What if cars but zombies? <laughs> Great. The, the cables.
3: The cables. Like in in Furious Seven, uh, Dom mentions the you know super fancy car in the building right as like a caged animal i've never felt a car feel more Mm. like an animal than when he's like struggling against these cables and everyone's like oh i'm trying to rein him in it's awesome it's so cool it's really cool just from the sheer idea of having this super spy having his whole team you know attacking him like trying to sort of keep him together you literally have no idea how he's going to get out of it and i've always cherish those kind of moments Like, especially when they go on for a while, and then eventually, like, oh, that's what he's gonna do. Yeah
2: really nice. Yeah. It does shock you. Like, I am, I do. I'm like, oh, they're actually finally going to bring him in. Like, great. This is how it's going to happen. And it is like, crazy that he uses a car to flip other cars. Yeah. Like,
1: how does he do it? But what yeah. you were talking about with Hobbs and like how like his giant like truck Tank. is an extension yeah. <laughs> of like who he is as a character. Yeah. Like, this is the same thing. Like this is like Dom being trapped yeah. Yeah. like when people are just doing their best to help him and like he Some has to get dog. out of it. You know, he is a caged animal. And I I think like it's such a nice parallel too with when all the cars come together at the end to protect him. Oh!
2: From this. That is that's the
1: shit. What if that's cars could be
3: that, a shield? Oh, literally like like okay, maybe we're jumping too far ahead no. but like just that moment like you know it, that saves it from being a total Vin Diesel show by the end because yes. he does his like his big heroic moment but then who does he need who does he desperately you need, need? family! Ready. They just come out of nowhere, and they're just like, boom, and it's a fireball. It makes no sense, but you buy it because they've been
2: setting it up the whole movie. Everyone should Very be good. dead. No one should be alive. Yeah. Yep, yep.
3: But but again, it is. A, I never noticed that that's a parallel to the cable scene. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really clever. And it also actually makes slightly more sense when you realize that, spoilers, Jason Statham was in on it the whole time. Mm. So actually, it's slightly more likely that he would have gotten out of it after you. <laughs> That's a good point. It. Oh, yeah. we yeah. did
2: not mention is it it's before the zombie cars right that we have Helen Mirren? Yeah. Like because... we yes. think but we <laughs> don't see it until later, right? No, no, no. Okay. Oh, this is so it. funny
1: to me because they do the classic, well I was a like I escaped and like talked to right. Helen Mirren and like you all had no idea but like we've already established that he like left that checkpoint Area. and went and yes. talked yeah. to Helen Mirren. So they do like a double explainer. Right, things. right, right. However, yeah. Helen Mirren. MVP Ooh, oh. of this fucking movie. Helen Mirren playing like a South Londoner. Like sexy. Getting oh to, Nothing like, hotter. Up the cockney a little bit. It's so God! good. God. She's so Literally. good. It's so fucking good.
3: Yeah. And it's so funny seeing her like do like <laughs> it's it's like this weird cross-generational actor action. actor like classical actor to an action star yes you know sort of like rapport where she's copying an action star's mo Mm -hmm. as far as what he does and then bringing just her sheer charisma to it it's so fun, so much and you, charisma. She's t- clearly having a blast, right? Yes. Like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do a Cockney accent. Yeah, yeah let's
1: go. I'm fucking it. thirsty. Yeah, she. I was gonna say she gets the fuck, which is always I yeah. think really interesting yeah. to see who gets the fuck in PG-13 movies. And Mwah. the like later scene with her and Shaw in the ambulance or whatever, yeah. where she's like, "You're gonna yeah, take yeah, yeah. your brother. We're family. Your brother. You're taking your brother." <laughs> um, like it's.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I would love she talked like that. <laughs> We're gonna take your brother, all right? You're gonna save this baby,
1: okay? It's- but- It's really the energy just across
2: the pond. Yeah, it's the exact
1: same. It's
2: Martin Scorsese's mom just
1: smacking him. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) like I, there's nothing funnier. This is Jason Statham is so good in this movie. With the baby is so good. There's the baby action sequence, which is obviously amazing. But I also think that this Mm. it's kind of like a similar deflation where it's like, well, he's a tough guy, but like he still listens to his mom. Some he he does it in a way that is like slightly embarrassing to him, which is good. You're not like Mm -hmm, what a good mm -hmm. guy listens to his mom. It's like okay, I
2: really have to take my brother
1: yeah
3: you know i am a i'm a huge i'm a huge like fan of good movie runs Mm. the run that he makes chasing after dom right Mm. before he fake dies Oh, that's, like, I think, the best running shot in the whole movie. Yeah. Like, a good run. He, and and the, something about the fact that, you know, it's his old enemy now joining the team mm-hmm. and he's running after him. There's, like, so much. It's it's a moment for me. It's a very quiet, like, quick one. Yeah. But I really, like, latched onto that image.
1: Statham is an excellent runner. Like, he. Oh, yeah. He, Statham knows what he's doing. Yeah. His action repertoire is so extended outside of, like, right. car and gun adjacent sequences. Yeah. Like, he's, like, he's. From like the down and dirty like hand to oh, hand combat days. Yeah,
2: ran a meg as we all know. Of course, what
1: you looked so oh, excited. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, ju- I just realized that that um it's interesting because I talked about the uh, the moment on the plane where Dom says you have a two person authentication thing for this door and yeah. since I'm alone and like being very upset about that yeah. it takes two it takes two literal brothers yeah. to brothers. actually do that so it's like oh. And from the other side, family ties everything family. together. It's, it's like this echo of of a different side of that crew. You know, Brian and, and you know, in Furious 6, he uh, Owen was like the inverse of their crew. So it's sort That's of... That's the best part. I don't know. Maybe there's a, maybe there's a bit of like Brian and Dominic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, don't yes. I like that. I just, like that. Yes. That made my brain tingle a little bit. And
1: I love that, like, it's not just about, like, the Fast family at every aspect this franchise is either about, like we said, with Charlize, like, the total lack mm-hmm. of family and how that makes her such, yep. like, a cold, stone-cold, like no emotionless Bleach, person blunt, dreadlocks. or this kind of like you like you were raised into this life of crime by your literal family but like yeah. we all stick together and like you still gotta like bring people on missions with you and yes. like there's there's this sense of like obligation to yeah. your family mm-hmm. even if your family is like runs the london crime scene Percephala underground <laughs> crime scene. which i'm obsessed <laughs> with i cannot wait to see more helen Meerman f9 yes it
2: gets hot like Oh yeah! I'm very I excited forgot about that until mm-hmm. now. Yeah. yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah.
1: I I truly love her. I think like we all know that she's an incredible actress, but sometimes mm-hmm. you don't know how good of an actor someone is until they're sitting across from Vin Diesel drinking a cup of tea, right, <laughs> yeah. delivering dialogue that is yeah. serviceable, yeah. but like, and you're just like, oh my god,
2: you're eating this alive, yeah. like
1: truly owning the movie. Oh, she steals. it. There,
2: there's a cool.
3: It, it's also a nice little touch because I remember in Furious Seven, you know, they storm that warehouse and Shaw's eating like a dinner, like a steak dinner, yeah. And now she's drinking tea in a bar, in a bar. Like whoa,
2: <laughs> like it's, they really carried that through. It's so good. They're she,
1: fancy. They're the Brits. I
2: love her. <laughs> it's the best. She's the best. She's the best. No notes she's on her.
1: Simply.
3: You guys seen that? Best. You guys seen that video of uh, Ian McKellen? I think it was talking about uh, the first time they saw Helen Mirren in one of the movies that they did together. Uh, <laughs> he's on Graham Norton. He's describing the first time they saw her. What, what was the? Mo- I gotta find the movie first. Though. Is it this one that they did uh, a couple years
1: ago? The Good Liar. Uh, no,
2: Ooh. Helen Mirren, Helen. Uh, old Sherlock. What's
1: the- Dude, did you ever see? No, that that's movie? the Good no. Liar. It, it's fucked up. What? Fucked old up Sherlock? No, no. Uh, oh, the Good Liar. You're talking about okay, literal Mr. Holmes, Mr. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Is she in that?
2: No, I have no idea. I'm thinking about. her She's in Reds. I remember. Right. I believe. It's an action movie with like Bruce and Morgan Freeman, I want to say.
1: That sounds right.
2: Yeah. I know I (laughs) I did see it, but I don't know anything about it, you know? Yeah. Excalibur. I think it was Excalibur. Oh, good movie. She is good in that movie. Yes. Did she she play Morgan Le Who
1: did she play? Yeah, she played Morgana. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I love how all these actors now keep being like there's constant in the mcu where they're like i never worked with that person and they're in the same movie and it like keeps happening yeah i know it's truly incredible
1: but also do you remember when once upon a time in hollywood came out and it was like brad and leo were like it's so crazy we've never worked together and everyone was like whoa that's so crazy that they've never worked together and it was it is like kind of crazy they the never worked cell. together yeah so i feel like weirdly i feel like the same thing happened for the good liar i don't remember anyway that movie is i never saw the good the liar. i did
2: not see it either Bizarre.
1: Bizarre.
2: Oh, is it a studio or is it an indie?
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's like, like Bleaker Street or something, or something okay, yeah. like that. But basically, it's like this whole like cat and mouse game. Like, oh, like who is like pretending to be a the good elder like octogenarian, oh and like who is like actually like a stone yeah. cold killer murderer. And it like ends up it's kind of like this I think like cat and mouse like romance but it turns out that like they knew each other when they were younger and like he like assaulted her and like doesn't remember but she remembers and like has been going after him for like oh years and years it's like supposed to be pitched this like ooh, like it's a little spicy and at the end it's like no it's about like Like rape revenge? (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Bizarre movie. Truly insane. Um, Yes, he wasn't that good of a liar. He was not. Oh my God. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that's like- I'm good. I don't think I need to see that. It was hot until it was absolutely not. Until it was
2: not. Um, I will say what's hot in this, how tall Charlize Theron is. She's so tall. She's quite tall. She is. She's a very tall person. I think she's 5'10". Let me see. All of her assistants or whatever, her henchmen, are all smaller than her- and Oof. past guest Drew Gregory mentioned that all of them are giving gay in their actions. So I will completely agree that. Oh, okay. I
1: completely, I literally thought that while I was watching the movie where I was yes. like, she has kind of like a, like gay like a sexy yeah. gay army surrounding mm. her. Charlize Theron is 5'10 oh! wow. with heels, Woo! six feet tall. Ooh. Oh my God. Rush me. Crush me. Truly. I, I, found, I found the story. <laughs> yes. Uh,
3: so th- this is actually about Liam Neeson in Excalibur. Okay. okay. Um, basically, I, this is one of my favorite talk show moments I've ever seen. Basically, Liam Neeson and Helen Mirren re- reunited on the Graham Norton show, and he was t- talking about the first time that he saw Helen Mirren before they dated, that he was with another actor, and they were kind of like getting ready in costume, and then she comes out as... Um, uh, who is she in Morgana? Oh, Morgana. She comes out as Morgana in like this, you know... Very elegant gown, and then Liam Neeson was just like, "Oh fuck!" Like <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> rules. That rules. <laughs> and literally, that's kind of how you feel
1: watching this. I am the looking. It really is. I am looking at images of her from she Excalibur. Is so hard in Excalibur. Oh, I get it. I get yeah. it. I mean, everyone in that movie is
2: kind of hot, but she is, like, giving so much. I
1: absolutely adore Ellen Mirren. I love her in basically everything. And, like like I said, this is, like, I think, like, a real mark of, like, just how good she is at the job that she has. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, like we said, she's clearly having a blast. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, she wanted
2: to be in the franchise, and she got to be in the franchise. Like, that (laughs) is so so fun. (laughs) Like, I wish – if I was a famous person, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to be in the Fast franchise and then it happened. Like, would you not have the time of your life?
1: Yeah. I think that's what happened with, I think most of the people that are joining Fast X too, is that oh, they sort of sure. like, were like, then yeah. wink, wink. Cause that's what he does. He can have his pick of enough people that yes. he will just pick whoever is yes. kind of Jones in to be in the franchise. Yeah. Um, I feel
2: like Jason Momoa was like destined oh, to be in the yes, franchise. Absolutely, you yeah. know, like on a motorcycle, yeah. like yeah. that's really the energy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, very good.
2: Great. Brings a, I think we need to go to the Die Another Day section of the movie, which I was thinking. Oh, okay. Because I feel like the Arctic gives big Die Another Day <laughs> energy. That's just what you
1: associate being cold with. <laughs> cold, What's yes, the other one? Well, there's a very old Bond movie, whichever the one that, the Snow one that, that Nolan based in off of. I always yeah, forget that I one. Always forget On Her one Majesty's Secret Service. service. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank yes, you. Yes, thank yes. you.
3: I've never seen it.
1: Perfect. <laughs> I've
3: done a lot of Bond edits, though.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it either. I've seen like a fair amount, but like very much jumping around. I usually like Arctic crime, etc. This Mm -hmm. one, I was like, at least put on a fucking hat and try to sell it. Slightly more right. than you're selling oh, it. Oh, yeah. Everyone's want, like fingerless the suits. gloves and yeah. sweaters <laughs> in northern Russia. Not a soundstage for sure. And I was like, guys, please, just like a little more effort. Just a little Justice bit. May. I know that we're <laughs> usually spending a time like sweaty in Miami mm-hmm. yeah. or like anywhere, Los Angeles. But like, come on. No, anyway. I get you. <laughs> um, however, driving cars across ice that cool. then melts. Always cool. Is I think I think amazing. the
3: EMP. The first time the EMP goes off, I was like, "Oh yes, yes!" <laughs> it's, it's just a shockwave of magic, yes. basically yeah.
0: <laughs> going through
3: this. This base is lovely, and then you know, driving on
2: this on the snow and ice, like that really works. Yeah, I uh, know, I agree. And also, and like
1: nowhere to hide.
2: The Indiana Jones bit where she like kicks a guy onto the submarine engine and blood just splatters up. Great. And it's nice because, like, we haven't seen, like, Michelle... She, like kind of never really gets well she like always has her one on one fights, but they're yes. always like girl boss ones. So this it was, was nice, nice when it was like a guy and yeah. it was just like a hard fight. Mm-hmm. Like it was cool to see her really just throwing down, you know?
1: I also like she and Ramsey were really good pairing in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because again both gay? and mm-hmm. yes, but also because this movie, I think we mentioned earlier, has been very successful about not pitting the women against each other because mm-hmm. they really yeah. rarely do love triangles. Because like we said, everyone is just down to clown with whoever happens to be available. Like it's nice to see the female characters interact and not feel like, because I feel like a lot of times in these sort of big things, when they pair the female characters off, there has to be a sense of like we either need to course correct the fact that we were maybe sexist to these people in an earlier iteration, or we have Mm -hmm. to be like, look, we did the thing that you always tell us that we don't do. (laughs) We put the women Mm -hmm. in the same scene and had them talk to each other. What a fucking concept. And this is like, like they're paired off in Furious, definitely Furious... Seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven. And then it's yeah. like they're together in this, and I really like it. And that, like, engine room, control room fight that Michelle gets to do where she knocks out, like, three or four guys. I was like, it's yes. Yeah. She's extremely good. Let her do it. I would like a contractually obligated Michelle Rodriguez fight once a movie. She has to flex those <laughs> muscles, baby. Yeah. Yeah. She does. I like the
3: character <laughs> economy, actually, just of like, we have this new character, Ramsey. What do we do with her? Mm-hmm. How do we make her relevant? Oh, so the new villain's another hacker, and then Ramsey will know <laughs> this <laughs> person. <laughs> and and yeah. it really works. And, Give her something to do, and like uh, they yeah, and they, they do well in Flirt
1: that. with each other via mm-hmm. the hackable, oh, the hackable yeah. airwaves. That's and it's, hot. it's beautiful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think there's two beats in the car chase that stand out to me the most, and w- obviously the ty- I think the Tyrese is kind of. Depending how you want to read it, it's a little ice agey, like where he all of a sudden <laughs> is on a car door, like ice skating. Oh, I like it. But I love then when he uses the car door and just like smacks the shit out of people. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible because you like need him Doesn't to say, like, something. enough of this shit. Or yeah, he's like, he I'm fucking it. tired. <laughs> <of> rules. <laughs> Yeah. And also as you were saying how the rock always drives like a tank, my note was that he feels like Mr. Plough from The Simpsons. Like he's just driving like a giant Mm. like snow shovel. And you're like, of course this man (laughs) like would be doing this, like No sensible other sense of cars. Well,
1: it's nice because like it's usually like they're weaving in and out of stuff. Like there's so many like stunts in the early movies where they go under like a giant truck or something like that. Under the under the eighteen wheelers and stuff. So it feels nice to have like a literal battering ram when you need one. I think you mentioned earlier Mm. about the shot in New York when he just like goes through the scaffolding instead of around (laughs) it. It is amazing. I think that Roman's action sequence on the ice made me so happy because I was like, Finally it does. we Remember that he can like actually do things. Um, Nice to see him like again. This
3: is why I like Furious Six because he takes down the tank Mm -hmm. almost single-handedly. And you're like, good for him. Thank you.
1: I feel like I didn't appreciate it when I had it. I should have. I should have been more respectful.
3: It's hard to think that he's, like, being competent because he's constantly screaming about how terrified he is. But he actually breath. has things under control. It's his coping mechanism. Mm. Everything, Every every mental mental health way of dealing with your problems is valid yes. in this universe. Yes, and that's his. including screaming
1: your head off. And I mean, including I, screaming your head off. I appreciate that he gets it together because usually he, like, talks the talk, but he cannot even remotely walk the walk. Mm, I like right. that he gets it together enough to waste a bunch of guys yeah. and be, like, number 11, my ass. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's he a good did runner. something that's about his runner. situation I'm yes. very proud of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: we should. That is the payoff of him being eleven. Yeah, number nice. eleven on the the FBI's FBI's most, most wanted womit. list. Yeah, yeah. the That's fact good. that
1: Ramsey beat him is really funny to me. It's delicious.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go through all the numbers though, so I'm like, hmm. Are these Who other villains? I assume Cipher
1: is on. Cipher is, is on there. Oh, for sure. I think Cipher like yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> not not enough. It's pretty to top. good. It's she pretty good. can top, um, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. I love, I mean, we talked very briefly about Dwayne Johnson redirecting a grenade with his bare hands. Okay. Yes.
3: N- we're not giving out awards yet, are we? Is, we that, can... is that. Do you have, what is, what are you thinking? Dwayne Johnson fucking yeeting a torpedo <laughs> and causing <laughs> a an torpedo, enormous yes. explosion <laughs> that a fireball that covers his face while like skating with his bare feet on the ice yes. as Roman drives, grabs it. Throws it, tells him to turn where it's gonna go, lets it go, kaboom! Yes. that's my award. I'm, I'm giving that one the, the action award, hits, the Nos award, the NASA award. I love that, that one. Like it, it makes my like. Let me think of an analogy. It, it <laughs> you know, like if there was a vibrator in my tummy. <laughs> It would. That's not where you know, I thought you that's, were going. That's where, that's where it goes. Okay. I actually I, I know what like, you mean, though. <laughs> yeah. It gives you that buzz. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's beautiful. It's beautiful and perfect. And it's not too far where he literally threw the torpedo. He just guided it. He just guides it. But he held on to it. While doing something insane I, I think that's the best Bit of action In this movie It's, it's amazing it, is. it was in the trailer And I tried to avoid it Like when I was Like the trailers Come here Because I'm like This looks pretty cool Actually I don't want To look <laughs> no, at this
1: No yeah. Me
2: with and then like it pays Everything off. in the Fast 9 trailer
1: Yeah it, They mm-hmm. always do that In Furious 7 Like the fact that A huge part of the Furious 7 trailer Is the cars dropping Out of the plane I was just yeah. like That is like Can you Ugh. save some <laughs> And the bus uh, jump
2: man. Like uh, whatever Mission Impossible Also does spoil it though But like all those Sequences do pay off so. Also
1: that is what That trailer is... A masterpiece, edited than like a short film half yeah. of the movies that are released in cinemas yes. so it's yes. they can yeah. get away yeah. with
3: it and also Fury 7 it's got James Wan so yeah. it, yes. it doesn't it doesn't take away from it I yes. think we yeah. but this one this one it's like they should have kept that Torpedo tor- yeah. Tor- yeah. thing a secret yeah. mm-hmm. it was too good and that's why I think people don't appreciate it enough because it just was in the it trailer. is so good if yeah. that you would have lost your mind if you saw that cinema. in the corner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. if, you,
1: if you didn't know Vroom. that was coming yeah when I watched that I was like oh I remember like people talking about this this. Yes. like i had forgotten about mm. it so i was like hooting and ho- hooting and hollering in the moment but i was like oh right this this was a thing that people were into so good oh my god and it's i mean i just uh the only other action sequence i feel like there is is the the baby the, the baby which is action Albert baby, the, the, baby. Monks, yep. on, the best use yep. deployed uh i told jordan after i came in and watched this where i was like that scene made me want to see jason statham in a rom-com yeah. it made me want to see him be charming with women and children.
2: He'd be so good. He'd be so good. Yeah. With a woman who's taller than him. Yeah. Charlize, throw the two of them. Why yes. not? Give <laughs> yeah. her better hair and it's fine.
1: She has better hair in F9, right? She has like a yes. weird bowl cut. She
2: has much better hair. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This hair is. No, nice. I like her hair
3: in this. The dreads?
1: I'm thought
3: it was. fine with it. Controversial like, right, I opinion. It. I respect it. <laughs> I, I was into the dreads. I think, I think just like,
2: I feel like she gets the pass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she can in fact do anything that she wants i agree yeah she does um, show
2: up at like the end of dr strange and i'm like i don't know if this fit is working for me but oh man
1: i yeah she they didn't give her like enough she, they did she not has give her enough to purple do eyeliner it's not good anyway the baby, Sorry, actions the baby yes
3: the baby that baby that baby did Absolutely everything they needed from that scene. <laughs> they had these beats written out, and that baby, baby somehow sold it. No, perfect. He literally like throws up his hands at one point. Yeah. I wanted. like, whoa.
1: I wanted. You can't know. just make a baby do that. <laughs> I want to know if it's a CGI augmented baby. No, I no. want to believe maybe. that it's not. Maybe.
3: But I, maybe it, it, looks it looks real. It looks real. You now. might be onto something. <laughs> Send that to corridor crew. Honestly,
2: I'd, I'd love to see them try and.
3: Let's figure it that. out. Well, it's not like the American yeah.
2: Sniper baby, so that's good.
1: Yeah. God. Um, um, no, I agree. It's so
2: funny. I think because he's also a Spy, a phenomenal movie. He's so good in that movie, playing sort of against type, which he kind of does in this one with that role. Yeah. So I feel like if we just get Statham in more comedies, it that's like, I think that's our big... Push going forward,
1: yeah. yeah. It's like
2: a Jason Daddy Statham, yeah, energy or something. Yeah, like, Ooh. do the
1: thing where you're a little bit of an aging action star, and you turn to doing like I don't know other genres. Yeah.
2: Remake the pacifier with (laughs) Jason Statham. I'm like, what would we get him in? And I'm like, it is kind of the pacifier. Like, that's the role.
1: It 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 just reminded me that he can actually be very charming Mm. in a Mm -hmm. wholesome way and not in kind of like a... I oh, want to yeah, shag yep. ya, like, type way. Like, you know, it reminded me that I was like, okay, like, I would actually like to see him utilize this energy for either something romantic or, like, with yeah. kids. Utilize
2: this energy for good. For
1: good. <laughs> we yeah.
2: can bottle it, but we can't let it out. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it safe. Like,
1: he doesn't have to be an aggro prick all the time. No, no, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to know so what funny. that, like,
2: what is a comp for him? Like, I'm trying to think of a rom-com that he could be, so, like, changed into you know what i mean i just
1: want to see like a classic like so many oh. rom-com pairings are like you got to knock this guy down a couple of pegs like yeah mm. what are you set it up like switch him with the tay digs except tay digs and that is like an asshole I mean, the entire time
2: you're right. <laughs> Okay. He sucks. Nope, you're spot on. <laughs> I
1: want like a proper, charming, like let's we can plug in. I don't know. Uh... Sleepless
2: in Seattle, but Jason no, Statham. No, what?
1: You're completely misunderstanding I know, the I archetype know going that for. I'm talking about. <laughs> I get
2: out of bed every morning, breathe in <laughs> a nap, <all> day long.
1: <laughs> you, Fuck. You say you love rom coms. <laughs> no, so much.
2: I. But the thing I can't think of one, which is what's bugging me. I'm trying to think of We're like we create like, a new one. Like aging actor. Or some sort of sweetie. We
1: need some sort of like... He, he would
2: be good in like a fucking Nancy Myers movie. Like, yeah. Like a, it's exactly. complicated or something. He's
1: like, he has a big wig job. He needs to find love later in life. We yes. have a woman who is very confident, mm-hmm. but maybe like is We're looking good for sweaters. love deep on the inside. It will be good. Great. We I got think it. we can you make it You know
3: how we could start it? We could start it though. We could introduce it by putting him in one of those like bullshit holiday movies. Mm. Right? Yes. He's one of the stories. Yes. yes. And then yes. just like introduce. He can do this. Yes. And then you can take that forward. Love
2: Actually's.
1: Yeah. Love Actually is kind of like a <laughs> like a like <laughs> the Hugh Grant dynamic. Yeah. yeah. See it. it could work. Anyway, this, this is, is my campaign to get Jason Statham in a rom-com. Support I would it. Like I'll to sign
2: that it. petition. I,
3: su- I heavily support that. Thank it. you. Yeah.
1: Thank you all.
2: Well, it all wraps up with a, a delicious up. barbecue. I was, that, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. that was going to be and my... A very tasty barbecue. A yeah. very tasty
1: barbecue. I feel like... I don't know if we... if we pro- No, we did properly dig into it. But what you said at the beginning of the episode, Ben, about how like this is like, a film that plays into kind of, like, how you're lost without found family and, like, a lot of, like, Vin turning to the dark side has to do with kind of, like, missing this, like, intrinsic yes. piece. I was just, Heartbreak. like... Heartbreak. I feel like I would have never thought about the movie that way because... <laughs> I would have expected, I think like, maybe this is a bad faith read on my part, but I would have expected Vin Diesel to be like, we're just, we just need to move on. And like, we Mm. can respect it, but Mm. like, we can't dig into it. And so I think that that made me like the movie even more. Good.
3: I'm very glad about that. And
1: add some thematic depth to what initially I was like, this is so fucking stupid that they're having him turn to the dark side. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Mm. So there's, there's something that I've called... I've decided to call the Brian's in Heaven protocol.
0: <laughs>
2: we have to um, initiate it the
3: way that they have handled this character, yeah played by an actor who's no longer with us is the most respectful, mind-blowingly positive attribution yeah. of how to how to come to terms with it as an you know narratively. Literally Brian is in heaven. He is a father taking care of his kids, living his best life with his wife. And they will not touch that. And the way that they ended with Fury 7, literally driving a white car off into the sky, panning up into the sky, this man is in heaven. And there's one line of dialogue about this in the movie. They address it yeah. as they should, but they say, no, but like, Brian would know what to do. Mm. Give him something quality, like additive. Like, yes, absolutely he would, because he's the best. He- he's the closest to him. And they say, no, We we promised yeah. that yeah. we would not involve them. So outside of this movie, there is a Brian who is taking care of his family yeah. with Dom's sister. And you feel this like comfort. You feel this like, yeah, he's okay. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. He's all right. And they carry that through to F9 as well. Beautifully. Yeah. Um. I, I'm not going to say anything about it, but I think the way that they carry that, they do that even harder in F9 in a way that's just like, wow, they've really res- like the utmost respect to someone who isn't in this movie. It's powerful. And I don't think I've ever seen any, movie anything deal with it in the way that they deal with it they deal with it
2: perfectly Mm.
1: yeah
3: so that that's they touch on it here and i think that's that's
0: lovely
1: yeah and like major kudos to being able to like respect an actor's legacy and respect their place in the franchise without Mm -hmm. like i think that there's obviously things that need to be done to complete furious seven that i Mm. think work really well but then to sort of like keep him out of the picture i Mm. think is just like the best way to do it yeah you looked excited Mm. about something
3: oh yeah no i just i just remembered a a thing about michelle rodriguez that just this this like (laughs) no it wasn't that it wasn't
0: (laughs) i was just thinking about what she looked like in this one frame i was just
3: thinking about her but no just um you probably have touched on this but sort of the so many lesser franchises try to up the stakes by killing the love interest yes and then introducing a, a younger hotter one you know, but but this one, like they say, no, fuck you. Actually, we're gonna bring her back, and she's gonna stay with him. Yeah, and that is, in some ways, the emotional core of the movie. I think they're, their their you know, yeah, her devotion to him, and his like absolutely hating himself for having to do this to her. And then she he comes back to her, and then she's like, "That's my dom. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, she that's knew. Like, Oof. Yeah, she yeah, knew. she knew all along, and and that's that's really commendable. That you take an actor who's now in her forties, and you're like, yeah, no, she's still. The hot love interest of this character, and they're devoted is. to each and other, and is. nothing's ever going to happen to yeah. Her. And yeah, she is. I think she's the one. And yeah. I
1: feel like Vin Diesel talks about it a lot, right? Where he's like, "We're actually like the longest running like couple. Like, romance, like romance. Yeah. we Absolutely. are the greatest cinematic love story ever told." Yes.
3: Yes. <laughs> okay. Wait, but hang on. Does that
2: track with the Before trilogy? I don't think that tracks. <laughs> we have to do the math. Maybe it the... actually might though, because I think like the first Before was like early nineties right but 18 th- years i think that is
1: okay this is this has been like this 20, one 20 plus they beat it! Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah.
2: Oh my god. Richard beat- Linklater okay. found dead. Holy Celine crap! You Jesse literally run over to beat the, the before trilogy, for yeah. longest running relationship <laughs> kind of <impressive>. is insane. <laughs> oh my Richard's god. Richard's gonna like come back once the franchise ends and have another <laughs> just Good because surprise. he's like I've gotta yeah, yeah. fucking I beat Vin. Like, they got,
1: they're running out. Can't let, them, can't let them beat me. They're running out of time today. <laughs> day. They're they're gonna have to get yeah. creative. Oh my god. Oh yeah.
2: I have two things on that. One, I think it's the Michelle thing is so interesting because they like was seven the only movie like seven and then nine feel like the only two movies where they're fire and i guess the first one where you're like they're not so tormented because like four you have is the dramatic five she's not in six, six is, is like, she has amnesia we have to get her back <laughs> so i'm curious Ugh. with 10 if it's going to be like they where they're going to go with the love again? yeah exactly yeah. but i think also on the paul thing Is that, I don't know if we mentioned this, but like Vin has a twin brother named Paul. And I wonder if like any of the real life weighing in on that might have a factor. I don't know. That's That's a lot of projecting. But like having basically like a best friend named Paul and also your twin brother named Paul. There's a lot there. I don't know. Just was thinking about it. Having a
1: long, intimate relationship with a man named Brian naming your child Brian it's all I, part of the I same. I think. Suit. I think
3: there's no way. There's no way that he didn't channel that for his performance because I think he's very hardcore in that way. You know, wannabe method possibly, and and right. and something about his actual like his shouting moments really, which I don't. Yeah. You don't really see much of. He's quite. He's quite a cool Fair head. Very stoic. Yes. Yeah. He's st- yeah. But he really lets loose, and I, I. I don't know. I think that's what elevates this movie on the whole oh, for me. Is I think it's entirely kept in mind this. Absence of Paul Walker and Brian, right. you know, uh, equally. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Oh.
3: What's our awards?
1: Boom. Some awards. Okay. Ooh, so you gave out your hit the nos award.
3: I need nos. I need
0: nos.
1: The scene that makes you want to just pump that adrenaline or chuck a torpedo, inject a vibrator into your stomach, mm. um, which <laughs> I actually feel like is conjuring up an image that I really under or an emotion that I really understand. So. <laughs> We get I it. get it. It tracks. Um, I
2: appreciate this. I get it. Thank you. <laughs> we support you.
1: <laughs> Let's see. I think. I don't know. It might be a little unconventional, but for me, it was when the, basically the beat drops in that prison fight yeah. sequence. I mm-hmm. think like I was mm-hmm. obviously the beginning. So I was really kind of like jonesing for a jolt that I feel like I wasn't getting, but like, the yeah, per- it comes at the perfect time. You yeah, feel like you've been starving for like, it. I really need it. it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it is oh. just that whole scene made me so happy. But specifically when I was like, Oh, this is set to a track. This is like yeah. a full oh, like sequence mm-hmm. made me mm-hmm. so happy. Made me want to rip out of some handcuffs. Hop Ooh. style.
2: Ooh. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with... I just think I have to go with the airplane. Like I just fist pumping, hooting, uh, hollering. Yeah. yeah. I love that scene so mm. much because baby it's just fight, like the contrast fight. of the music with the action. It just works. That's like the interesting. That's all of our juice. scenes are about Hobbs and Shaw. Oh We see why the studio did what they did. Like yeah, I get that it. Was it.
1: I really yeah. do get it. I yeah. think like particularly their banter is, is it's really so, good. Well, I think Which, that Which speaking of into... oh. it's time for the male gaze award. <laughs> Who do you think had the best eye Contact chemistry in this film. I am obviously going to give it to and Shaw. Yes. Specifically, mm-hmm. when they're yelling at each other, cell to cell, mm-hmm. there is nothing better. No, yeah,
2: I, a retweet for me. Yeah, the only <laughs> other thing would be when they're bantering and then they're they out cave insulting, and then well, yeah. when they both like realize like, oh, what are we doing here? Are we both and they like smile and like yeah, laugh yeah, with yeah. each other, and you're well. like, yep. oh, you're friends now. This is cute. Yeah. Yeah. But like that first one where they're pumping iron and shouting. Just fuck already. Come yeah, on. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, Yeah. Culminating in the no dramatic. No!
1: Right. Yeah. Yes. Wow.
3: Well, I'm going to, I'm going to bring it down a little and I'm going to say that it's, um, it, it's dumb and Brian's ghost, Brian's ghost. the absence mm-hmm. of oh, Brian. I think, wow. I think there's a lot on his face where yes. he's thinking you can really project sort of, yeah. he's thinking about Brian. And so that would be, that would be mine. I think it's as a perfect cap off to sort of the epilogue of that whole mm-hmm. story is yeah. that, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think that to lead into the Olive Garden award, Ooh, the Olive Garden. When you're here, your family. Which scene when makes you here, feel family, baby? The most like family. Oh. I think that like it do- that arc does come to sort of like a second conclusion after mm-hmm. like Furia Seven when he introduces Baby Brian to the mm-hmm. whole family. Yeah, and like it they is just really they literally clap. They clap. <laughs> <laughs> there, with the audience just applauding like. Ooh. I'm not embarrassed to admit I teared up. I love that. Like it I just thought Vin Diesel really is like, we talk about how much he like does let like the emotion show through his performance. Like he does commit. And I feel like you can just really feel like the care and the love in that moment. Yeah. You can. Yeah.
2: I'm gonna go with the car shield. Yes. Because we (laughs) hadn't felt family for so long. And like when you finally have them all come together, it is so nice because it's mm-hmm. like you're the movie's like edging you and like no family no family no family and then you finally get that sweet release of the cars protecting him and mm-hmm. like no matter what no matter what you do family will always have your back like Gorgeous. i have to stand the car scene yeah. yeah
3: yeah and they don't they finally don't tease his death like they just right. say, no no yeah. he's okay he's just no right. he's fine yeah, yeah well, thank god i yeah. got a little tiring after a while yeah. like, okay.
1: he's dead uh, no he's, he's dead. not he's no, dead, dead. <laughs> oh my god I'm, like yeah. we just all accepted that he's unkillable yeah mm. he
2: is jesus christ
1: <laughs> uh mine i think
3: i'm gonna go for the one shot where vin you know he's finally come around like he's he's saved the baby so now he can be back with his team and just the shot of him driving ahead of everyone else is the now mm. he's like taking the lead again you know, for the first mm-hmm. time, for the whole yeah. movie. We've been starving for this feeling of yeah. family. And
0: it's like... Or
3: whatever that music <laughs> the is. theme. Good track. Yeah. Good ass track. And he's dun, dun. just driving to the front and everyone's kind of going, yeah! And then, and then, you know, Letty looks at him. And he doesn't give any indication like, I'm okay now, I'm a good guy. Like, he doesn't do right. anything like to signal. She just knows. Like, that's yeah. my family
1: yeah. moment
2: for yeah. me. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh!
1: That makes me so happy. And I think that, like, it honestly... Obviously, I don't think there was ever a chance they were going to bridge, like, is Vin Diesel actually bad for more than no b- one yeah. movie? Yeah, they, literally, no but- they literally,
3: she gives him a gun just so he can put down the gun so it, like, feels <laughs> like he's... Right. you know siding with them it's so true <laughs> it's, oh it's my only my for that God. and you're like okay all
2: right, all right sure
1: yeah but it does feel yeah I think that you really get the power of these movies when like the family does come back together and you're like yeah. I really like this is what I come the to these works. for like it's not yeah. just a dumb action movie it no. has a heart and a soul oh it's so good inexplicably um,
2: just inexplicably yeah. it shouldn't heart work and soul. but it does <laughs> Anomaly-
3: this franchise I hope that you come away from this whole sort of like retrospective you know, look back at it, that this, there is nothing like this franchise. It is en- no. entirely no. unique in the fact that they Completely. changed protagonists, you know, they've lost so many people on a weird non-chronological timeline and a weird, just consistent heart for the whole mm-hmm. thing, yeah. even though it's about cars going boom. Wild. Yes.
1: When the cars go fast, my heart goes <laughs> fast, too. Oh, my God. Uh, um, does it
2: get furious or?
1: It does get a little furious goes. It goes
3: as furious as the vibrator in my stomach, I'll tell you. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: what actually didn't go that furious, though? Ooh, what? This box office. Oh. <laughs> oh. I actually, like, I did nice. not know that this was, like, a little bit of a disappointment. It was. First of it all, also one of the most expensive movies, though. This yeah. movie cost $250 million. That is so much money. It from only t- from like twenty million. Brooke. I know, and it opened like to ninety eight millions. So you're like, okay, that's not bad, but it kind of dropped like a stone, mm. and it only made two twenty five domestic. Now listen. Uh. It did cross a billion dollars at the worldwide box office. So oh, there like, you go.
3: We're fine. We're, the,
1: we're fine. The international audiences had our back, but like domestically, yeah. this did not yeah. do well at all. It only played for like four months. Yeah. It was I think people,
2: it's like people were gone. wondering like, is the franchise is fatigue it dead? Setting it? Yeah. Do oh, we well. kill it? But and then, that's why that leads to like the Hobbs and Shaw, you know? Right, right, right. Sure. Which.
3: We will well, discuss. I mean that 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 explains, I think, because I was listening to one of the earlier podcasts you did. Um, I think it was on the Too Fast, Too Furious, where they kind of leaned away from like some of the uh, hot girl, two hot girls kissing in the montage right. thing, yeah, because they have to play to the international markets, and so right, you yeah, know, not everyone is willing to do what Disney does, which is make a whole scene that they can just cut. So they <laughs> maybe can just cut, it, yes. it, it's, yeah. You know, I think it, it's they really do rely on them, but it, it's yeah. a, it's a testament to. The heart and the visual clarity, and just it makes sense to people. It's very simple and it works, and that's that's powerful. You yeah. do get
2: some butts in this, though. You get some, yeah, c- well, butts. butts to you intro. You gotta yeah. have the, the butts. butts. They, they were not gonna not give you something.
1: We'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll dearly miss the absolutely incredible representation that is two hot girls making, making out yeah. in a corner. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I did. I did watch
3: Fury Seven with uh, two two feminist women, <laughs> and I sprung it on them. They'd never seen a single one, and oh, they God. saw like they saw like the shower in the desert thing, and all they had to say was, "Oh, that looks like fun." <laughs> so it, it, it even, does. you know it it holds up. It doesn't. It doesn't feel. It's honestly like we I all feel want like to go to race wars. It's, it's a all, bit.
1: <laughs> it's it's a bit at this point. I really do feel like though. Yes, race wars nonwithstanding, oh, Jesus. Um, the worst but name like, whole time. like, they have to do it yeah. now. Every oh, yeah. movie they have to. Yeah, so, they yeah. should end it with race
3: wars. Oh like, god, the, the final the showdown war. is a race. No, no, wait, I did- <laughs> uh, cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> Keep it. No, no, no. The um, um, yeah, no, I get you. End it with like, end it at race wars would be
1: interesting. Yes, yeah.
2: With fine. like a race and like as the cars cross, you cut to black title card, Fast X, bam, oh. yep. Oh. And
1: the the 2025 remix of See You Again starts yes. playing. Oh my! Um, oh. You know they're going to make for that Oscar you orchestral know version.
2: Yes. Like, come on.
1: Uh. As long as they don't like CGI
2: deep fake Brian, they, back.
1: I, they I don't think that they would.
3: I have a theory, and okay. this is a common this is a common popular theory that at some point, either in you know the next one or the last one, we're gonna get a Deus Ex Machina blue car swerving out doing something and one singular shot shot that of is him. a cgi remake of brian smiling and everyone cheers and everyone cries yeah. and that's it you know i think we're gonna get one moment where he's in the action scene
2: saves everybody's life i think that's, that that's, might that's, be that's my the, the max tolerance yep, <laughs> like if, exactly. If he yeah exactly has like once if he has like a luke skywalker scene i will be like nope yeah, no, maybe I don't think you. it'll be full Luke Skywalker. Or maybe yeah. it will, and he's just in the car, right? Because
3: that's right. the wonderful thing about this, is that you can just Put identify him, the him with the yeah. car. And right. so yeah. give him that. And I, I don't know. I think that might happen. And I think it would actually work. I think it wouldn't be too far.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll find out. out. I'm very glad that we're all fans of this movie. Makes me feel good. Mm. However. Um, however. And if, oh, oh, oh. Oh, no. Go for no, it. No, 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 no. no. I, I was wanna, just going to say. This. They the public opinion doesn't agree uh, with us. So, do you so want to guess? us what it is on letterbox. Do you want to guess the average letterbox rate? I do. Okay. Is it two? A two flat. You're going two flat? Yeah, okay, two I'm going to go a little higher. Okay.
2: I'm going to say two six. No, two, f- two seven, two seven, two seven.
1: A two seven? guys it's a 2.8 oh whoa but okay to match with oh, the fate so of the furious oh, okay oh, a 2.8 i think maybe still the lowest i'll have to go back and cross check. i think
2: that might be yeah um i but, think probably because it came out closer to one Letterbox, so more people can weigh in yeah you know like mm. yeah. yeah
1: exactly 14k reviews 200k people have seen it about par for i think the course. it deserves
2: higher than that though personally <laughs>
3: Well, yeah. I personally think that Letterbox fucking sucks and it's bullshit <laughs> website. And everyone who uses it, you're all losers. Go outside. That's my opinion on letter-
2: I guess it's time for me to go outside. This has been a good. <laughs> I was gonna say. All right, this has been the Queer Quadrant. Everybody, rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> guess we won't
1: be plugging the Letterbox on this episode. It's always interesting to see their opinions. Yes. Um, yeah. know however- it's yeah, interesting. This is why we're here, to give our own opinions. Oh, baby. Mm -hmm. Yes. We hope
3: that we've changed, we've brought up your thoughts on this movie,
2: just a little bit, you know? Yes. But honestly, on, you know, there's four quadrants, but in the fifth queer quadrant, how queer is this movie, Brooke? Uh, Tell me.
1: I I will. How fate... Gay is it for you. Okay. So um, that was really bad. Right, I so- know. <laughs> Bailed me out. I'm I... drowning. I'm Tyrese.
2: I'm underwater. Okay.
1: So I think that I would give this one. This is like the gayest that it's been in like a hot minute. Mm. I think that I'm going to give this four.
3: Out of four? what? Four.
1: Out of five five stars. Oh, wow. I'm going to give it four out of five stars for queer content. Now, I will say we're grading a little bit on a curve for Fast and Furious specific.
3: Right, right. uh,
1: QQ ratings because, you know, we're not trying to have all of them just be the bottom of the barrel. But I think if you combine the Hobbs and Shaw dynamic Mm -hmm. with Dom and sort of like his relationship, like moving past Brian, I think it is a very nice like one-two combo. Mm -hmm. Uh, And definitely, I think like the most... Chemistry that I've seen mm-hmm. in a minute from yeah. these, so even
3: across digital hacking waves.
1: <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, and a nice little, nice little bonus there. So I say four to five stars.
2: I was gonna go four as well. I think that like obviously, I think this would be four even like without a curve. Like I think that Hobbs and Shaw have just like electric chemistry. <laughs> he will beat his ass like a Cherokee drum. They is spend one a of lot the of time. Weirdest lines mm-hmm. ever written. Yeah. Again, my cipher theory I think stands true. Yes. I think cipher is a cipher yeah. with performance identity, sexual identity. I think she's an outcast that just needs a family. Yeah,
1: no, I'm I'm a four as well. Love it. Ben, nice. how are you? How are you? I doing? think
2: I think I have to
3: give this, I mean, just my special Fast and Furious is perfect award. And it's just say five, just because I think I this it. franchise is yeah. so Shockingly queer and shockingly consistent, despite its absolute bonkers transformation. Mm-hmm. And seeing how it continues with all the themes of before, the, as a franchise as a whole, like it, it, it still hits all those points. I'm just gonna give it my five.
2: I'm going um, up, actually. I think like having. <laughs> I'm gonna go to a four or five, okay. not to a five, but four a four five. Or five. five yeah. To a four five, yeah. I think a four or five feels right, just because of like thinking about like what came before, and just like I was thinking about like six and seven and. Mm-hmm. Then thinking back, I think just like, honestly, the Hobbs and Shaw thing is like, it's kind of crazy. It's really good. Yeah. It's off the charts. I just,
1: yeah. if you,
3: I think you can watch every single movie in this franchise and just say they're all bisexual and yes. it, it makes it so much more interesting and it all works. Nothing ever takes you out of it. No. it yeah, it, it just adds to the narrative and yeah. that's beautiful. And we don't see that. We that's don't our favorite
1: it. thing to do. And yeah. like positive positive intimacy without Ooh, yeah. needing to subscribe a specific sexuality but also subscribing sexuality doesn't immediately invalidate like the friendship part of right. the relationship you know it's you know just, what it's really I, good all around
3: I'm actually gonna go a 4.9 I'm deducting <laughs> 0.1 points for toxic masculinity which let's just mm, just mm, point 0.1 4.1 out, <laughs>
1: one the out. Tragedy we are so feud. woke we must <laughs> oh god no I love it I'm gonna stick to a 4 but I, I think that I think yeah. that's for it was nice to to sort of like have a, have a bump it after was. a little bit. Ben, thank you so much for being here. A An delight. Absolute pleasure.
3: This was awesome. I would love to come back if that's on the table. Everyone who's time. listening right now, everyone who's listening, send a DM to both of these people saying you demand <laughs> that I return because this was awesome. And Vetoing I it now.
2: I was going to say,
1: we... <laughs> I welcome the DMs, but they're not necessary because you are welcome. Back. You're always welcome. Anytime,
3: back. truly. Uh, right. Everybody, everybody who I just yelled at to spam them, uh, d- don't do that. No. <laughs> uh, oh my God! Do A wave is coming in my phone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Cypher's hacking me live.
1: Um, no, live but I love person. I love what
3: you do. I think this is wonderful. It's it's more. It makes movies oh. more interesting oh. if you look at it through Thank this you. lens. And I'm excited to hear your Fast 9 F9 episode.
1: Should be fun. I'm Should be excited, fun. Yes. Um, yes. I mean, you're the best. I yeah. was going to say, you're the best, and you're doing so much cool stuff. Uh, what are you up to, and where can people find you if they want to see what you're up to? Well,
3: if you are interested in uh, overanalyzing the queer readings of, two, of Fast and Furious franchise, I have a video called uh, 2 by 2 furious on my YouTube it's channel. It's a great video. video. We'll Which... link it delves into every single thing in too fast too furious that could make you possibly think that maybe these guys are in love or were in love at some point yeah i'm on youtube as ben from canada but i'm also on twitter uh at ben chinapen but you just look up Ben from canada you'll probably find it if you're a youtuber who really wants to help and pay me money to edit their videos uh i am also do that so there you go love it love it Um, you're the best
1: a multi-hyphenate it's wonderful to have you here, um, <laughs> and yeah, thank you, you again. Will be
2: future returning guests. It's just a question of what. Just a question
1: of what it's a question and when. Of what? Um, we'll we are see. not as exciting, but we are no, mostly we are on Twitter. We are. I'm at Brookby Solomon. Jordan H. Gus. And we're together at Queer Quadrant, and I'm on uh, the accursed app Letterbox. Oh. <gasps> at Bro- <laughs> at Brookby Solomon. Jordan just delete it. Just delete it. No one just needs to, to use it. This app. go outside. That's, that's all I'm saying. I and do. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find the podcast anywhere. Spotify, Apple, via the Hacking Network, Russia, Russia, New York, wherever you care to get your podcast. Drop us a rate. Drop us a review. Drop us a subscribe if you feel like it. Tweet at us. Tell us about the deep queer context of this or any of the Fast and Furious movies. How you feel about uh, the iconic line. I will beat your ass. Like a Cherokee drum. And what you might like to see us cover in the future.
2: And just like that, Brooke, what are we covering in the future?
1: So it's the eighth time you'll hear me say it. But in order to try and spare people, we are covering Fast and Furious movies every other week as opposed Ooh. to every week. So next week is an off week and we are talking Death Becomes Her. A very fun, Ooh. very Ooh. campy Ooh. time. Ooh. I cannot wait. Oh,
2: boy, is it going to be a time? Uh, great film. So yes. fun. There's a certain dynamic in that movie that I feel like represents us as well.
1: Toxic feminism you could say oh um, sure. Oh, wait sorry it represents us I didn't yeah. really catch the end of that one sentence, of us is a but... Merrill
2: one of us is a Goldie we'll figure out who
1: alright well you can tune in <laughs> next week for that and then for the week after you can tune in for Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw I'm before sorry before we get to f it it's presents Fast and Furious presents Hobbs colon, and Shaw colon Hobbs yeah. and Shaw oh god look at that Hurts so, so much bad. grammar yeah. yep yep I love it. And,
2: Brooke, do you have anything you would like to leave our listeners with?
1: Uh, Yeah. You wouldn't hack a car unless you would, (laughs) and you'd turn it into zombie cars running over New York City.
0: (laughs) Boo. (laughs) Salute me, familia.